Hello. Welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv slash rolltogetherrpg slash schedule. Please do leave a review, and we look forward to adventuring together. Hello, welcome to Drowning in Blackwater. I'm Chris, and I'll be your Dungeon Master for tonight, and I use they-them pronouns. Drowning in Blackwater is another spooky mystery. Yes, but I have style. I have form. Here is here you see it. Um, over the uh, Halloween months, we will be bringing you this creepy village in the Mere of Dead Men and some creepy subplots about various things Orcus might be involved, just saying. And the return of the Shepherds, the Orica, Frore, and of course Prosperous, returning to the fold and uh, see what they get up to over the next couple of weeks here. For those who are new to Dungeons & Dragons, everyone here plays a fantasy character in a fantasy universe. The players all have their own unique character sheets, which tell them what they're good at and not so good at, and what numbers to add to 20-sided dice rolls, mostly. Uh, 20s and above are good, uh, 1s and below, which is rare but does happen, are bad, and you'll see these little things up here at the top of the screen as people roll. Um, yes, while they play their characters, I, the Dungeon Master, will play literally everything else they encounter. All the people, all of the talking trees, that's a bit of a spoiler. What else? Weather patterns. I'm quite famous for my weather patterns. There we go. Anyway, while they uh, describe what they want to do, and I describe the world around them, we will all together tell our tale. Before we kick off, though, let's meet all the players, and let's talk a bit about our sponsors. Hello, I'm Emma. I use the pronouns M or Emma, and I'll be playing Prosperous. Uh, he used the pronouns P. Yeah, just P. Uh, Prosperous is a half-orc paladin of Shantea who has devoted uh, their life to helping people, and uh, hopefully will be helping people as part of this campaign, maybe through the Shepherd, the organisation that they run uh, with friends. Hello, my name is Ed. Uh, we'll be playing Viorica Eordash. We both use he-him pronouns. Uh, Viorica is back for a fourth time barely two weeks after the last campaign ended, so he's ready to rock and roll. He has a new gun, which is the most beautiful thing he's ever owned, but otherwise likes to think he's grown up, but we're not quite sure yet. Hello, I'm Mike, and I'll be playing for a book. We both use him, the ex-sheriff uh, or investigator, now turned from bandits to demons. Um, see what happens, see what we can find. Hi there, didn't see you come in. My name is Alden Wheelwright. He, him, I'm played by David Shears. I'm a cleric of Tymor, erstwhile priest of mask. These days I try and do good. So I joined up with these here folks to go on an adventure, kill some demons, save the world. You're welcome. Hello, the name is Huxley Bricklesnout. Uh, he, him, uh, played by Liz who uses they, them pronouns. I was the chief shelf stacker at Blackstaff Academy Library until I've recently been recruited by the Shepherds. Uh, I'm currently traveling with a, a wonderful group of people and uh, well, we're having an adventure, which I'm enjoying. We are delighted to be sponsored by HeroForge. HeroForge offers fully customizable tabletop minis with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. You can see all of the minis that we designed for this stream in the overlay, and they animate when we enter the combat, so look out for that. Hero Forge are fantastic, so do check out the Pro Membership, where you can get 
premium access to features ahead of time and beta access to things um, and all sorts of cool stuff that just makes your life a lot easier. And you can check them out at heroforge.com. We are delighted to be sponsored by Ultra Pro. They make accessories for D&D, Magic the Gathering and more. My favourite part of the collection are their figurines of adorable power. Here is their gazer. Uh, they also make other things such as deck boxes uh, if you play Magic the Gathering. You can find all of Ultra Pro stuff at ultrapro.com. Hey friends, check out our new sponsor, Phoenix Dice, for a carefully created menagerie of click-clack math rocks for your delectation. Check out their entire selection at phoenixdice.com. And just so you know, Phoenix Dice are all about living gloriously in the worlds of tabletop games and sustainably in this one, which means their dice are working to be recycled, their packaging is recycled, the dice are made of sustainable materials. It's all great stuff. You should definitely get involved. You can also join us today in chat with a chance to be in a raffle and win some Phoenix Dice of your own. Just put exclamation mark dice into chat and you'll be in with a chance to win. We are proud to be sponsored by Alchemy RPG. Reimagine your gaming experience with Alchemy. They're focused on creating immersive cinematic experiences everywhere you interact with tabletop role-playing games. You can be playing a game, creating a world, streaming, watching live games, discovering new content, look at all the cool stuff that they are doing there. You can use environmental motion art, scene-based music, seamless character management to run your games over the internet, with upcoming features including homebrew content, streaming overlays, and spectator mode. So go and check out alchemyrpg.com. We're delighted to be supported by Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. Select your heroes and formation and battle through waves of monsters for free on PC, phone, PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch. You can pop exclamation code into chat for a free Electrum chest. We're delighted to be supported by Neverwinter. In Neverwinter, explore and defend one of the most beautiful cities from Dungeons & Dragons' Forgotten Realms campaign setting as it rises from the ashes of destruction. Epic stories, action combat, and classic role-playing await those heroes courageous enough to enter the fantastic world of Neverwinter. Neverwinter is completely free to play, so set yourself up an account today and pop exclamation mark NW gift into chat for a link to a free gift. Check out our supporters at D&D Beyond, your guide to digital dirt and dirt. Make character sheets online, share them in a campaign and track all of those tasty little stats in one easy place. You can use the Beyond app to track your characters on the go. You can also use their encounter tracker and archive monsters to run any smooth combat thing. You know what I'm saying, you're a DM, you've done this before. You know D&D Beyond is the place to go. You can also check out our character sheets and an exclamation point characters in Twitch chat below. Check out our wonderful supporters, Elderwood Academy, who make beautiful bespoke gaming themed gear, including hex chest dice boxes, spellbook deck boxes disguised as bespoke ancient arcane tomes, and scroll and codex dice tower and rolling tray pairings. Make your own with their online designer at elderwoodacademy.com. This stream will run for three hours, and there will be a roughly five to ten minute break somewhere near the middle. We run shows on Monday, Tuesday and Friday at 6pm Greenwich Meridian slash British Summertime, which is 10am Pacific Time, 1pm Eastern Standard Time, 7pm in mainland Europe, and 2am Tuesday morning in Japan and parts of Australia. On Mondays and Tuesdays, we run TTRPG streams for 
free hours. And on Fridays, we run our talk show, Talk Together, for one hour. Our TTRPG streams can be one shots, four, six, eight, or 12 weeks long. You can always find our latest schedule at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG slash schedule. We are Roll Together RPG on all socials, so find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and even TikTok. Links in chat. Thank you to our D20 Club on Patreon. Uh, you can find a link in chat. Help us make our shows from just one pound, one dollar, or one gold piece, and unlock more tiers by joining. Our D20 Club are fab. Uh, they've created a fan Discord for us. Um, they've also made a wiki page for Roll Together. You can find that at rolltogether.fandom.com. Uh, welcome to our podcast listeners. And um, if you also would like to listen to us via podcast, you can search Roll Together RPG on your favourite podcast provider. If we're not there, let us know and we will add ourselves to that list. Finally, we play with a diverse group of players who play a diverse set of characters with wide-ranging sexual and gender identities. Our tables are trans and GNC positive, and we encourage and champion trans and GNC players and characters and non-player characters and all the rest of it in our games. The DMM players may portray characters that are of a different gender to their own. And while we aim to avoid misgendering, we do acknowledge it does sometimes happen. Have a company policy in place for correct people on pronouns should the need arise. If you think we've missed something, we're open to being corrected. So just drop us a line in chat or uh, send a message to rolltogetherrpg at gmail.com. Be sure to check out our uh, content warnings and the TTRPG safety toolkit, which we use as part of play. Uh, links can be found under exclamation mark safety in chat. Right, with all that said, time to get spooky! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Drowning in Blackwater. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, I'm excited for this one, folks. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a good one. We have a whole new team. Well, parts of a new team, parts of an old team. Characters <laughs> <coughs> smashed together, and I have a cold. <coughs> so I'm just going to have to run this with a very croaky voice. It's going to be very atmospheric today. Um, right. Let's start from the beginning. Where else should we start? Indeed. It is about two weeks since the events of the Reaping of Golden Fields. For those who didn't watch the Reaping of Golden Fields, um, the town, city, somewhere in between of Golden Fields was attacked by cultists of Orcus, the demon lord of undeath. It was not very cool. It was really cool. We were not fans. Oh. <laughs> um, but of the show? It was a great show. Of, of the event. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Um, yeah. The, the reaping thereof. The reaping thereof, yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, Goldenfields was attacked, and uh, Orcus tried to pervert it from within, What discovering that um, Goldenfields was also the site of a celestial crash if you will, or a nest. There was a uh, Kyrene egg inside, and Orcus was thwarted, stopped by some of these characters, Prosperous, Frore, Biorica. 
In doing so, Furry got horribly cursed, and he has no idea what's wrong, and we'll come to that later too. <laughs> yeah. None of us know what's wrong. None of you know what's and wrong. Furry is not said nothing. Furry is not said nothing. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, unless you just keep rolling natural ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, mic rolls. I forgot about mic rolls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyway, um, the three of them were part of this grouping that managed to stop Orcus. However, the wand of Orcus, which was being used to try and cement Orcus's place in this space, was taken at the end of the episode by two other player characters. And there was maybe a certain sense that they should be followed and the one should be found, not be in their hands, potential. Over the last two weeks, demon attacks across the Sword Coast are significantly on the rise. Now, it's not like demons turn up every day, but there are now towns, smaller, smaller cities, places around the Sword Coast, all sending messages to the Lord's Alliance, basically saying, what the hell, there's imps everywhere, please send help. The Lord's Alliance is a very powerful organization that works with all of the major cities, but it's not big enough to police all of the smaller cities. And they started to realize that this kind of, not even orchestrated, just general attack is something they're going to struggle to deal with. Enter the Shepherds. An organization that already existed as part of the protection of Golden Fields that Prosperous re-established and Furry has joined and Viorica has also joined. Did the Lord's Alliance just give up? No, they haven't because given they up. Because they don't really like me. No, they haven't given up. <laughs> what they have done is tried their best. And what your... <laughs> and stopped. No, yes. they're still trying their best. No, they gave in. They gave up. No, no, they're, they're trying still. Um... Elvis, who is sort of second in command of the Shepherds and largely in, in charge command. of admin, um, is, um, is currently receiving requests for aid as he has made it known to people around the Sword Coast that the Shepherds will help if the Lord's Alliance can't. And thus, groups of Shepherds are being sent out to deal with demonic issues. So, we have joined a group of said Shepherds, including the three characters who we already know are shepherds, who have been joined by two, I was going to say new characters, but one's new and one very definitely isn't, <laughs> who have joined up with the shepherds to try and help out with this situation. So, as the five of you, for it is five of you, does a small cohort, are making your way through the Crypt Garden Forest towards the Mirror of Dead Men and the town of Blackwater, uh, I need you all to roll initiative, please. Ooh, yep. that's not even okay. the I first action is to roll initiative. I said I wow. wanted to smite something, but I wasn't expecting it this soon. This is okay. Just roll it. Bill, what you don't know rise? anything about what's going on. Just roll Liz, it. Liz, you have to speak. <laughs> now look what's happened. The Oracle was not ready. It is it, that, that is a that is a one which leads to a five. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Snap. Oh, nice. That's oh. two in a, in a, in a go. Oh, I'm not yeah. going last. Mine's a 14 flat. That is a 17 with advantage. A 21 with advantage. So it's a, it's a, it's a party of extremes, I think. Uh, Mike, what was yours? Uh, six. Yes, Mike, it was. <laughs> Start as you mean to go on. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Right. Then we begin with Huxley Bricklesnout, our new character. Um, Liz. Mm. 
You are in the middle of a conflict in the Crypt Garden Forest. Your party has been tracking some demons and has happened upon them, but been surprised by the number and the ferocity of them. Good. <laughs> There's already been a couple rounds of combat. Yes. I will let you, as you go first initiative, paint a picture of where Huxley is, of what Huxley looks like, and give us a sense of the battlefield as much as you need to. No need to over-describe, others can fill in as they enter the scene. Amazing. So I'm guessing the forest in which we are currently is quite a gloomy, dark place. Is it nighttime? Oh yeah, it's, it's um, let's say early evening, so there's still a bit of dappled light sideways through the trees, but it is... Crepuscular. Yeah, it's crepuscular, that's a good word. But it is, it is cold. I'd say it's a little bit wet as well. It's probably been raining. It probably is raining. Okay, well, you will you will see a very, very soggy, bright blue bugbear. Um, now, this bugbear was sent uh, to this group by uh, Blackstaff Tower mm-hmm. in Waterdeep. So he's wearing quite regal robes um, that is commonplace with the, with the Blackstaff Tower. Mm-hmm. Um, however, instead of quite smart trousers, the bright blue bugbear, Huxley Bricklesnout, is wearing quite short shorts because his legs get too hot. His legs get too hot. He needs the short shorts on <laughs> and, and knee high boots. But we'll we'll, we'll skim past. Knee high boots and short shorts. Uh, he has got like the typical wizard beard, though. That's going on uh, as spells are being cast by him. It's billowing in the breeze and kind of slapping him in the face a little bit because it's raining. Um, the beard itself is blue, but also it's like it's ombre to pink, as is his hair, which is tied back in a ponytail. Wow. Um, he. Uh, squeezes on every morning a, a peregrine helm, which kind of looks like an owl, um, and that's on his on his head, and it allows him to fly. So in this combat, he will have been flying. Mm-hmm. Um, Does it give you the gift of flight, or is it like propeller blades like pull you up by the head? <laughs> if you're in Twitch neck. chat, you answer that question. <laughs> um, I, let's say little owl wings come out, and yes, I'm flying due to that. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm enjoying this character so far. So. Um, Yes, we'll be flying preferably far back from the overall scene, looking down. Um, Mirror image will have been cast. That's fine. uh, As will if a couple of rounds have passed. Sure. I assume Bigby's hand will be present. Lovely, okay. Um, What would you be using Bigby's hand to do? There are a number of demons fighting with your allies. Would you have targeted one to try and grapple and hold out of the way? Or are you trying to damage some? I know Bigby's hand has various options about what it can do. So Huxley's not very damage orientated, but mm-hmm. given the circumstances, I think the is it the, the clenched fist version will be present. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. One thing I've not mentioned as well is because of the type of wizard that Huxley is, he has um, the uh, the manifest mind. His spellbook mm-hmm. um, can come into to presence. Uh, the spellbook may or may not look very similar to Microsoft uh, XP's Clippy, but in this form <laughs> is uh, in the uh, the form of an overdue book stamp. Um, may or may not have googly eyes and is <laughs> among everybody else who will be on the ground or wherever they may be fighting mm-hmm. the creatures. Amazing. Um, would you want to target with the clenched fist a creature on the ground or one that is flying? Oh, one that is flying. Great. Uh, floating near you, like you've moved away, but it can also fly and it is following after you, is a Glabrezu. These are very large demons with an almost um, dog-like, hound-like, snouted face. 
They have gigantic upper arms with pincers and very small arms on the inside, so two sets of arms. And they are primarily a spellcaster because they use the little arms to cast spells. And they are currently weaving their hands together to cast a spell at you as the fist out of nowhere just poleaxes them if you hit. Okay. Amazing. Uh, roll to hit, sure. Me or you? It's the hand. You use oh, the, the hand. Fist. Oh, the, yeah, it's me. Cool. Uh, let's let's go with that. That is a d20 using my spell casting melee to hit, which is plus 10. <laughs> Mike, I'm joining you. So that's one plus 10. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 11 to hit with fist. <laughs> How would you like to miss? Um, <laughs> I would like the fist to like smack into one of the null trees that are here. If it's raining, that'll send like lots of big globs of rain down on everybody. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to my tusks. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, cool. As you do, the um, Glabrezu will shake itself like a wet dog to get some of the water off. Uh, do you have any movement you want to use at this point as well, or a bonus uh, action? Yes. Uh, if this thing is flying, uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to try and fly away from it. Uh, as far up as I currently can. Uh, if you fly another, let's say you're about 30 feet off the ground. If you fly another 30 feet up, you'll be in the tree line and you won't be able to see your companions. Uh, I will fly then through the trees. Okay. Um, still at the 30 foot height, uh, but anticipating that this thing's going to follow me. I can see through Stampy's eyes, Stampy, my manifest right. mind on sure. the battlefield, so I can help out there if I need to. Okay. Nice. As you fly up into the tree line, the Glabrezu will fly after you, clearly recognizing that you're a caster and that's a, that's a concern, you know. Hello. <laughs> um, it's slavers and uh, barks in abyssal. Do you speak abyssal? I do. I do. It's one of the languages that I speak. I, I, I can't tell you tell you what it said because it would, um, <laughs> it's not, or at least in polite company, mums were mentioned. <laughs> well, uh, Huxley will insist that uh, wash your mouth out with soap and water. Uh, <laughs> It is going to fly after you into the tree line and try and reach out for you with one of its gigantic pincers as it flies forward. Uh, 13? 13 does not hit. Um, I've got my uh, mage armor up and I also have the mirror image up too. The um, pincer will come in snapping and will snap over you, not through one of your mirror images, it's just trying to see you through the tree lines and probably some leaves scatter around you very artfully. Uh, it gets a second, so it will do another one as well. It does have well. two pairs of arms. It does have so. two pairs of arms. 17? 17 would just meet, so I'm going to roll the dice to see if it hits one of the duplicates. Sure. Uh, that was a 10, so yes, I believe. That changes the, the attack to the duplicates, so one of my duplicates. How do, your, how, do, how do your duplicates pop? Is it um, is it an audible effect or does it just passes through? Uh, it's audible, but it sounds like someone's ripping uh, paper. <laughs> and With then the pincer confetti. as well. Yeah. Confetti kind of scatters out. It nice. reaches out and in abyssal just goes, God you. And then <laughs> like his party balloon goes off and it looks a bit confused. Yeah. Right, it can cast a spell as well. because Demons. So... Um, Two attacks and a spell. Yeah. Two attacks and a spell. Nasty thing. Okay. It is going to try and... Can you make me a, a wisdom saving throw? Do, As... we, do we all have our reactions? I can't do anything in this situation, but just to check. Yes, you all have your reactions. Okay, thank you. Because we'll have to assume that you didn't use them in the last round 
because of the <laughs> because method by which we're doing this. At 24 on the wind save. Oh, you're fine. Um, it casts a spell with its lower hands, while its upper hands grab at your various mirror images, and um, you feel magic briefly wash over you and dissipate. It doesn't affect you. I'll shake my fur and scatter it, smatter it with water. Great. Nice. Uh, right. On the ground. No one else is flying, are they? Just checking. No? Good. Uh, Andy. Andy is fine. <laughs> Andy is fine. Okay, so Andy's here. Are you on the back Very of Andy? No, because we've worked out by this point that if I fly on Andy, Andy dies real quick. Can you please describe who Andy is before everyone gets real confused? <laughs> Andy the alicorn, obviously. Yeah. Um, Andy is a very pretty alicorn. Mm-hmm. Who knows that he's pretty? Um, he was given to Prosperous as a gift from Chanter. Your 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 greatest steed, if you will. Yes. Right. Good. Slightly outside the scape of greatest steed. But... Slightly. <laughs> yeah, like steed. It. <laughs> okay, for the four of you on the ground, can all four of you please roll me a dexterity saving throw? Please? How many people no. are within 10 feet of me? You can all roll as if you were within 10 feet of Prosperous, because at this point we haven't placed you yet. You get an extra five. Hooray! You're rolling against each other, so it's kind of meaningless. What? You, oh, well, you also I'm, I'm gonna get lose. an extra d4. Oh, no, plus, plus five and a, plus five and a d4. But you all get plus five and a d4. Yeah. And it's about to see who's five. being attacked. So you know. big numbers. <laughs> Dexterity save. Okay. Mine's a 24, which is ridiculous given I only get plus five. Um, but I probably would be putting myself into the... Okay. Yeah. We'll come to that. Okay. Yeah. A 24, and I would be very dexterously acknowledging his <laughs> prey giving... <laughs> Okay. Mike, Ed? 29. Shit. Mm. Uh, 27. Ooh. All right. So Aldrin would be the lowest, but... No, no, Prosperous would be the lowest. 24, 24. <sighs> um, Aldrin's dex has got to be better than Prosperous's. You're protecting Aldrin. It's fine. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. I, I want that to be Very the not. theme of this campaign. Prosperous protects everybody. Prosperous protects people Prosperous doesn't like. Oh, it, it's, it's not a philosophy limited to Prosperous. You're protecting Aldrin. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Pete, you are... Um, Aldrin is uh, on the floor with a toad-like demon leering over him as you step in the way and try and draw its focus and it turns to look at you, grins, and will start lashing out at you instead, leaving Aldrin on the floor. Uh, right, so. I'm guessing that a nine won't hit you. Nah. <laughs> 17 probably won't hit you. 11. How would you like to block this um, Hezru, that is what they are called, administrations? Can I pull it off Aldrin? Yep. And as it's trying to swipe at me, just like chuck it away. Um, it's it's large. It's bigger than you. And <laughs> the head shall come out. Um, I, I'm, you very, can't... I'm very strong. I'm supernaturally strong. I wouldn't say you can throw it away. What you can do is like pull it off and go. No, focus on me. And it sort of snaps and claws. You just go. No, no, no. Stay out the way of it. That's perfectly fine. I'd allow that. Nice. Uh, right. Aldrin, it is now your turn on the floor. You are within 10 feet of the Hezru. Please make me a constitution saving throw. Plus five. Plus five, because Aldrin, because Prosperous is there. Oh, that's not great. That's 10. 
Oh, you are poisoned. No one ever gets poisoned these days. What's going on? I know. <laughs> the Hezru, as you are both noticing, smells <laughs> right. bad. <laughs> really, really bad. Abyssally bad, like sulfuric <laughs> bad. Great. And it catches in the back of your throat, and Aldrin for you is just all oh, and oh. you've got disadvantage on um basically everything until the start of your next turn. And then you roll again and until you get successful save. Yeah. Tom Moore, you didn't tell me about this. <laughs> <laughs> it is your turn. What would you like to do? Uh, for flavor, not throw up. Okay. Um, but then um, just sort of struggling through it and kind of through the malaise, um, recognizing that this is uh, more than your average uh, dance with demons. Mm-hmm. Just be like, Pete, go yeah. do what you do, Bass. Oh, I'm, um, I'm currently doing it, shaking the toad. <laughs> <laughs> do it better. Um, and I will, I will cast Holy Weapon. Ooh. Nice. Lovely. Uh, do you want, how do you cast Holy Weapon? What is it? What happens? Describe that uh, for us. Um, so Aldrin, just to, just to set the scene, as he's lying on the floor, kind of almost about to chuck his guts out, mm-hmm. uh, hair streaming, is uh, wearing the sort of uh, midnight blue um, silver effect uh, with coins there's part of it that sort of flip like illusorily between heads and tails, uh, but one of which is actually real and is the holy symbol and mm-hmm. kind of reaches that up and then reaches out, trying not to get the fingers cut off. Mm-hmm. Touch touch weapon, be like, it's all you now. <laughs> and does the sword glow? Is it like a sort of light? Oh, it's basically thing? like it's, a bolt. It's already glowing gold. Because yeah, I've got so my it, divinity up. So. It'd be like um, it'd be like a sort of bolt of uh, of light through the through the clouds, mm-hmm. kind of streaming down into the symbol, which and then the coin is then rotating and flickering from that to travel up the sword. So now, where it's been glowing gold, it's interspersed with these kind of golden Zeus-like lightning bolts. Very cool, and a, and a jangle of coins. I mean, imagining that with the rain and like the orange has got all those lovely raindrops slowing down. Could be that. Yeah, lovely, amazing. Uh, Prosperous, it is now your turn as well. You're holding this Hezru and your blade, which presumably is in your other hand. Yeah, I can hold it. We agree that I could hold it one handed in reaping. Yeah, because your strength's ridiculous, yeah. even though it's it. Do you want to describe what Prosperous looks yes. like while this is all <laughs> happening? Uh, Prosperous is a blue half orc paladin of Shantea. Prosperous is wearing like nice. Silver, maybe? Mm-hmm. I've forgotten. Um, armor, very sleek. Um, got like chiseled chest muscle going on, both prosperous and the armor. Um, mm. You and- can't see prosperous, you can just see the armor. It's not like it's got little like vanity slits. <laughs> you don't know. Has brown hair pulled back, half plaited, and has a massive uh, bone sword from the thigh of a dinosaur um uh too big i can't remember the name of the anime person who has the the massive sword but like other people have tried to pick it up and haven't to give uh, to give context um yeah. cool and, yeah uh, um, do you need me to have already used some spells um no i think we're okay, okay. um right. unless you would specifically have already no, used spells no i use nothing <laughs> cool fine um can you roll me a con save? Because oh. you're within 10 feet of the Hezru. The stinky, oh, stinky yeah. Hezru. Uh, 7 add 8 is 15. 
Ooh, it's just enough. You are not poisoned. It, it catches in the back of your throat, and there's very much a... Why can I taste what I smell? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan. Not, not a fan. Uh, well, is it is it like the most threatening thing that's here, this toad? Uh, at the moment, you can see the Glabrezu, which is also very dangerous, but it's flown off after Huxley into the tree line. How high? Uh, for 60 feet up now. Okay. Fine. You can't see it. Oh, okay. And this thing's the only other thing here? This is the one that you were aware of and you lot started fighting, yes. That's not an answer to the question I asked. You don't know beyond that. Okay. Point. Right, I'll hit this one twice then. Go for it. Uh, that is a 23. It hits, yeah. That is a... I don't know, I can't see it. 28. Yeah, both of them hit. Um, I won't swipe on the first one just to see what's... What's what? what? Mm-hmm, sure. That is... Um, do you need me to separate? No. Thank God. Uh, 20 points of damage. <laughs> Two zero. Oh, hang on. Yes. I don't know. The D6s might have been wrong, but I didn't check. That's okay. my own fault. How, how does it look? Um, you've cut a major rent and there's ichor spilling out of it, but not bloodied. No. Not bloodied. No. I will smite at first level on the next one. Okay. Um, um, sorry. Sorry. Right. 50 points of damage. Five zero. Five zero. Now it's bloodied. Now it's nice. Oh God. Um, and yeah, just like swinging this massive sword down at it, pretty much. The first strike sort of cuts across it and it sort of <laughs> face goes to one side. It's, it's, it's upper torso and head. Like there is a neck, but it's as wide as the torso. So it sort of moves its head very ungainly. But the second hit pushes it back a couple of paces. You have done significant damage to it in two hits and it's, it's looking angry. Where's, the smell is worsening. Where's everyone else in relation? Like, can I put myself in front of everyone else or only in front of Aldrin? You can put yourself in front of Aldrin. Um, for a, I've got a thought for you later if you're okay to hold on, but Viorica, I assume that you're sort of there quite a bit further back out of the yes. way. Yeah, exactly. Yes. The only person who's in sort of potential danger is Aldrin. Okay, fine. As far as you know. I shall stay where I am. Grand. And... Flore, that's good timing. Oh no, I didn't roll the holy weapon damage. Okay, oh. hold that thought. Do it, oh, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> two per attack, isn't it? It is two per attack, yeah. Uh, that's another 15. Thank you, David. It looks what? even more badly hurt. <laughs> um, it, it smells even worse. Oh, good. <laughs> Just shut itself. I'm sorry, I don't... I, I wish it weren't making that smell. <laughs> <laughs> It looks at you and just goes. <laughs> do you speak abyssal? Uh, I don't think so. I doubt so, it very much. Aldrin, do you speak abyssal? If I cast tongues, but I'm feeling like third level spell slots are a bit of a premium right now, so no. Yorika, do you speak abyssal? Nope. None of you know what it said. Um, thank, thank goodness, in many ways. Oh. I'm Good. Um, How dare you say that about my mother? Says Aldrin, <laughs> guessing. <laughs> It was telling you that it... Uh, never mind. Um, good. Um, <laughs> Furry. Um, Slightly separate from the group. It's not your turn. Yes. You are... You maybe snuck off to one side, slightly away from the group. You're not quite sure where they are up ahead. We're about 50 feet away from you, but you're not 100% sure where. Um, 
you are moving through the trees and out of nowhere, a Vrock, which is a kind of demonic vulture, is going to come out of the sky and pounce down towards you. You still have your reaction if you want it. Um, is can I reaction yeet myself into a bush? Um, <laughs> no. That would be a good reaction. Am I high noon only? You can use your gun as a reaction because you have quick draw. Right, sorry, I thought it only triggered if someone else got hit. Oh, I see. It's Sentinel, isn't it? Hmm. Yes. Then you can't. You are so correct. when you get smacked, oh, okay. <laughs> Better yeah, someone has to attack someone else for it to activate. Okay. Before he's too far away to swap in for... You can't see him. You don't know where he is. Okay. Right. It uh, dives down... Prosperous is not a fan of this situation, by the way. <laughs> Very irresponsible of you. Headline. Yeah. Got separated. I was happens. trying to do a flank and... You know, <laughs> Uh, as it flies down towards you, it's going to uh, just, it's large, so it is bigger than you. It's going to do that horrible bird thing where it lands on top of you and just starts pecking and clawing and um, trying to grind you into the dirt. Uh, that is a 25 to hit you. That must definitely hit. And, and a 13. And a 13 misses. Right. So the claws scrape off you, but the beak manages to gouge into your sort of collarbone shoulder area for eight points of damage, which is awful. Right. Ow. Uh, make me a con save, please. They are dirty. <laughs> nice. Not like that. Come on, people. But dirty. Decorum, please. <laughs> Natural 20 for a 22. Hey. Not that dirty. Nice. Or not dirty enough for Flora. Who knows? <laughs> um, you managed to avoid the um, horrible demonic spores. Good. Uh, it is now your turn. What would you like to do? Um, uh, I, would I be classed as grappled if it's on top of me? No, it's just very close to you. I, if you move away, it takes opportunity. Yeah. Um, right. I'm gonna take job. a chance, and I'm, he's going to sort of like sort of move on to his knees and use that to springboard himself backwards and do almost like a backflip, um, but not dis not disengage. So just taking a chance Ooh. in case he gets hit, because um, I'd like to use that because I'm going to struggle to get um, sneak attack if not. Um, I will use my. Uh, half to get up, so 15 to go back. Mm -hmm. um, and then I will insightful um, insightful fighting as a bonus action mm -hmm. um, to make an insight check against a deception. And if I succeed, I can use sneak attack automatically for a minute. Let's start with the attack of opportunity. So as yes. you backflip away, it rolls a two. So that is an eight. <laughs> doesn't hit you. Um, I think th getting your knees under and the flip up is is surprising. Like, you don't look like the most sort of acrobatic type, and yet there you go. And it will just swipe out as you go. And as you flip up and over, what does your insightful fighting look like? It's sort of like a sort of a cold glint under the brim of your hat and like a ding. It's exactly that. And I always imagine that he's like hovering over his pistol, you know, right. like in a literal cowboy stance, yeah. like yeah. sizing up the opponent. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah it, as he, he sort of flies across and you can see almost like the water dripping off nice. as it builds up on the tip of the hat describe what furry looks like while we're in this moment it's a good moment to describe the look that's great um so he wears um sort of like a slick well it'll look slick at the moment but a <laughs> um wet leather well leather sort of hat i can never remember what they're called again it's not like- i just i love the idea mike that you're like well he's just always wet the coat it's is always, always wet <laughs> canonically wet well apparently my hat's canonically silly so we'll go uh, with canonically. Also canonically silly it's true uh fedora yes. <laughs> um yeah which um always seems to sit just below his eyes because he likes to keep his intentions to himself um he has a um sort of brown tweed um words i've just completely short-circuited uh scarf there we go that he uses to put over his mouth if he wants to be more secretive and then he wears just a classic like think 1950s 60s inspector big <laughs> leather jacket but fitting for high. this semi-post renaissance magic time <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> um cool. okay i always sort of have like the um words yeah there you go yeah i think it felt, it felt like it's figured out <laughs> Um, roll your inside check. I'm pretty sure you're going to win. This this yes. this demonic <laughs> vulture is unsurprisingly not very charismatic. <laughs> Surprising. Well, 22. Well, I rolled an 11, so that's a 10. So, nice. yeah, you, you can insight this vulture. It it's hungry and it wants to eat you. There we go. That's, that's, yeah. Nice. Okay, because that's, you should take that to the bank. <laughs> and then, like, low draw, sort of like, almost like lightning speed, mm-hmm. pulls the pistol, it spins around to cock and shoots. It doesn't even pull it up to aim. It's just sort of from the hip. Do it. Probably that attack. See if we can hit. Um, does insight for mean advantage? I don't think it does. No, it just means you can sneak attack. Yeah. I thought that was okay. So we've got a 29 to hit. <laughs> yeah, that hits. Um, have you used your elemental ring? What um, is it doing? Um, I would assume if we're hunting slash fighting demons, it's yes. flipped to thunder already. Sure. On right. the barrel. Love it. Um, Roll me so all that damage. Sneak let's attack. do the Excellent. base damage. First, get out of the way. Um, D10. Uh, Aldrin and Prosperous and Huxley to a certain extent, and Viorica, assuming we know where Viorica is, which we'll have to sort of place in a second, you can hear the gunshot. Viorica's nearby and also fighting something. Is Furay oh. not here? <laughs> <laughs> base, base damage on the bullet is 14 damage mm-hmm. um let's go for lid sneak attack mm-hmm. 23 on the sneak attack yeah nice so open nearly into the 40s 47 and then uh, i need to double check what 37. dice my elemental does i think it's a d4 d6 D6, you are correct. More D6s. And an, extra, and an extra two thunder on top. Here, you shoot it. Where do you shoot it? Um, 
Oh, the fur is classy. It's just clean straight through whatever the would be the forehead of a creature. <laughs> oh, it's not dead. I was going to say, imagine on a thing that would be quite small. <laughs> the birds tend to be the, extended. Anyway. Well, <laughs> that, that's where that's where he usually aims. Whatever happens after that. There's a flick and a shot, and you you do like shoot it in the head, but it just. <laughs> Spits out some ichor and bloodied it with one hit. It's very impressive, but it's not down or out yet. You've still got 15 foot of movement if you want. No, no, you got up. Nope, that's it. Um, Yeah, I used half of it and then used the rest. Um, And then just for for badass sake, because that was badass enough, I think, to be worth it, he's going to pull out a cigar and use the smoking end of his gun to light it and just sort of one on one this rock. (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. That's very good. All right. Viarica. Yes. I had sort of assumed that you would be overseeing the fracas that P and um, Aldrin have got themselves into, but Mm. you could be running into Frore's moment as well if you want. I'm not going to decide for you. You could even be crouching in a tree, helping out Huxley. It's an option too. That well, that was what I was going to say. What I would, what I would have hoped was that I would have been uh, up a tree uh, if, if you allow that. Um, what I? How uh, did you get up the tree? Uh, well, because I think that the first round, because um, uh, Viorica has uh, over the over the past two weeks been made by some wonderful gnomish um, uh, artif- artif- artificer. That's the word. Not gnomish. Loxodon. Loxodon. Sorry. Yes. Um, but Oliver uh, was very busy. <laughs> but I'm sure it is, a, it, and I think it's the most beautiful thing he's ever owned. Uh, it is um, a bass flute, but constructed so that it becomes a gun. It is the ringing rifle, and it is a wonderful and beautiful thing. The problem is that the first round of this combat will have been Viorica going, now I'm sure I was told how this works. <laughs> Click, there we go, bang, and then just missed. That would have been, <laughs> that would have been how it would have started. Then they right. uh, then uh, he will have realised right I'm not being much use here. We'll have, we'll have spent the second uh, turn running away from everything and getting up a tree. <laughs> oh, I love Fiorica so much, Ed. Roll me an athletics right. check to climb a tree. Yes, that's absolutely understandable. Uh, Twelve. <laughs> You're like. 10 feet off the ground. Yes, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) You can't see Huxley. (laughs) No, that's fine. Um, Do you want to be closer to Furore or closer to the other two? I think uh, Furore, because what I imagine is that there's the the core of the group, which is uh, P and um, Aldrin and Huxley, and then there's two sort of orbiting planets. Which right. are, um, you know what I mean, uh, objects, yeah. which have Viorica first layer out and then uh, Ferrari the second. I think, so I think, I think they would have a link. It's entirely appropriate to compare Aldrin and Prosperous to the sun. There's a lot of glowing happening <laughs> exactly. in this middle section here. I think as, you, as you've made your way up into the boughs of the tree, you know, all 10 feet up, and yeah. um, have gone and looked across, you can just about see Aldrin and P. Looking over, you see Ferrari and you see this horrible vulture thing and go, oh, target. And it's yes. right there. You can you can shoot it if you wish. Well, that but what I was going to do instead, though, oh, was um, well because uh, I think it will I think it will have a better effect. Um, uh, but using the, uh, the 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 bass flute because um, Viorica's uh, sword cane uh, before this was a, a way to amplify his voice, and uh, he's going to do this with this time now and uh, cast 
Tasha Sidious laughter um, with a joke toward, with a joke towards the rock of um, your father was a turkey and your mother was a cushion. Now get off him. I understand it's not a joke; it's more of an insult. But I'm thinking, I'm hoping that they will find the idea of the mother being a cushion funny. Still amusing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wisdom save. Yes, eighteen. Nope, eleven. Um, <laughs> Furry, as you do this super cool thing, you hear in the distance the orica, and then. <laughs> <clears throat> the Vrock will just and start and collapse to the floor and start laughing. Yep. Affected by Tasha's hideous laughter. You're... There we go. Um, that is uh, my spell. I will try and... Can I keep going up? <laughs> you can certainly try. <laughs> I, will, I, will att- I will use the rest of my movement to try and keep going up. Roll me an athletics check. Oh, poop. Okay. Come on now. 15. <laughs> now 15 foot up. Um, <laughs> Slowly but surely. Fair enough. Takes a lot of effort. Um, good. Right. Prosperous. Aldrin. As you are fighting the Hezru and as you hear a gunshot, and you can probably hear Viorica's joke as well, know that magic's being cast. This battle's clearly quite spread out. Aldrin, you have a ridiculous passive perception. For the sake of people who don't know, what is your passive perception? Don't he's been waiting to say this for like the last twenty-six? No, no, thirty-six. Thirty-six. I see dead people. (laughs) That's outrageous. (laughs) This is going to be a very useful character trait. How does that work, David? Is it is it like you hear things a mile away? You have just amazing vision. What, What? What? How does that work in story terms? It's almost like um, when when the superhero first gets their their sort of power, and the the it's like the like in the Spider Man films, like the, yeah. the sheer sensory overload is such that it's it's as if there's always a white noise going on with everything, but being aware of it on some level. But over time, having learned how to channel that and focus in on the the, the thing that I that I want to do, it's like parting the mists. Right. So I'm not aware of everything all of the time, but um, I can be. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You hear something crunching through the undergrowth towards you and P at quite some speed. Oh, Lord. You don't have an action or anything, I'm just telling you. Uh, where, where on the clock would it be just to ready my free action? Oh, I see. Um, it's... <laughs> I don't... I mean, I've not specified a clock. Um, three, should we say three o'clock? Sure. Seven o'clock. Okay. Make That's ready on your seven o'clock. <laughs> Coming fast. Which, which direction is seven? <laughs> that away. Cool. Uh, Prosperous <laughs> through the trees, charging towards you, is a huge demon. It's bigger than you faced a couple of these similar types of demons to these ones in the last couple of weeks dealing with them before. This one is significantly bigger. Bring it on. It's crashing through trees. It looks a bit like a minotaur, just bigger, more hulking, and more fiendish. I don't think I've ever seen a minotaur, but that's fine. Sorry? I don't think I've ever seen a minotaur. Well, it's called a Garistra. Um, it's charging full force directly towards you. You get the sense that the, the, the little toad one, and little, this is bigger than you, next to you just goes... 
He's desperate to Oh no, 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 no. You can see that it's almost not looking where it's going. Its head is down. It's just charging forward. It'll probably hit you and Aldrin unless you do something about it, but we'll come to that in a second. Just put the the sword in the ground slightly and like brace. Right. Cool. Did you stand up, Aldrin? Are you still lying on the floor? Uh, Still, still, still lying on the floor. Very much like this kind of. (laughs) <laughs> um, you get the sense that if Aldrin could, but it's as if he was bound by the rules of some game he's not aware of, he'd be rolling to try and get round to your you can, 10 o'clock, 11 You o'clock. can roll. You can move while prone. That's fine. Oh, yeah. But it's not my turn. Would you have moved while prone on your turn? Well, yes. Then by all means move now. I don't, I'm not going to be a stickler. You know it could have just as easily been towards where this thing's now coming from, though. That's the only thing. I would allow a certain amount of leniency if you want to be getting behind the tank. Yes, that would be very much my aim. And, and That's fine. Yes, Huxley. Sorry if I throw up on your boots. <laughs> just just if, if Aldrin is wheeling um, or rolling, would it be like in a circle fashion? Like, would your head be the pivot for the roll or would you roll <laughs> flat? Oh, it would be, it would be, look, it, it'd be quite a, dex, a dexterous roll, although I'm somewhat inhibited by the fact that I'm currently almost vomiting. So I guess... <laughs> try to keep your head in the same place. Yes, try not to smash the my... fountain ...rose-tinted <laughs> shade diadem. Yeah. Ah, I see. Right. Just trying to, keep my, yeah, trying to keep my head like that. <laughs> Prosperous, the Garistro will charge straight forward and will run slap bang into you. All right. <laughs> All right. Bring it on. For all the times to roll in that one. Oh. Um, Thank you, Mike. It, you are going to stop this thing that is at least 10 feet taller yeah. than you in its tracks. How would you like to do that? I'm, I've got the sword in the ground. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to use that and then my other arm to, like, maybe slide back a little bit as we go. But... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very cool. You do. You manage to hold it off as it pushes you back a little bit, and it is then going to raise its head, look down at you, and snort something in abyssal, which none of you understand. Um, And um, it has joined the fray. It is going to strike down at you with its fist. An 18 won't hit you, will it? How do you want to deflect the fist that is bigger than your torso? Same arm, just like onto the arm guard. The new Great. arm guards, not the old arm guards. These are part of the armor set. Mm-hmm. Nice. One strikes down and it's three attacks. I've already had one of those. That, okay. I mean, As one of sh- them has to hit, right? You'd hope, right? You'd hope. <laughs> um, it's a massive demon. So far, I've rolled a one and a five. Um, the first, the, the gore does nothing. The fist strikes out and it's just going to lean to the side and kick its hoof out towards you, trying to catch you square in the center of the chest and put to go away. It's trying to make you go away. It's a 25 to hit. Well, yeah, that that will hit. Huxley, via um, Stampy, will cast Silvery Barbs to get uh, that creature to roll again. How does that look? What's the what's the visual? What's the aesthetic? Um, the googly eyes start to vibrate, and from it, uh, these little <laughs> um, like pen, pen nibs, little, um, yes. little quill nibs <laughs> fire out towards it. So Stampy was here the whole time. This is one of those. Whole time. Yeah. Yeah. It's sixty foot, so it should be within range. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I love the idea that suddenly, out, like slightly out of shot, just this, this weird cartoonish thing comes <laughs> and it's. <laughs> Stampy. Um, 
the Garistro, as it leans its foot back, which is getting ink squirted in its face, it still lashes out, but it gets disadvantage on the attack roll. That's better. That's a 30. That's uh, Stampy. Prosperous, please make me a strength saving throw. Sure. <laughs> I know. Just that's that's. No, no, it was bad. I rolled a four. Um, oh. However, that becomes a I rolled a four on the, the d4 as well, which at uh, nineteen. Not enough. Um, you 19's take. not enough. No. Jeez. You take twenty-eight points of bludgeoning damage as you are hoofed twenty <laughs> foot away and knocked prone. Oh wow! Over Aldrin. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> this might be a problem. Yep. It's Probably bite. not. Be alright. Right. Huxley, in the trees, the Glabrazer is still there snarling and still saying rude things. Um, it tried to attack you, you tried to attack it. Nothing happened, it's still at a stalemate. But you are both, you're quite close together still. Uh, yes, uh, with my uh, Big B's hand, I will try and attack it again. Uh, let's see if it you do will a punch, hit. Again, punch again. I believe that's a bonus action once it's summoned, isn't yeah. it, to hit with. Okay. Um, that could have been a natural 20, but it decided against it. Uh, so that is 18 in total. To hit. Mm -hmm. Just hits, yeah. Oh, nice. amazing. Well uh, so I did cast this at 6th level, although apologies for not stating that that's first. Fine. Yeah, yeah, don't mind. You know that. Um... <laughs> Da, da, da. That would be 25 points. Now, what I'm going to do, because yeah. I've seen a lot of my shiny friends do this, especially mm. humans, I'm going to use my... Um, I'm going to use my uh, swapping damage to change it from bludgeoning to... Um, I have a spell which is radiant. So the damage will change from Bigby's hand to radiant damage. You have a sixth level spell that's radiant. Good point. I thought it was the original <laughs> spell, not oh, the interesting. level at which it was cast. No, no, I'm, I'm, uh, that's I, I don't mind either way. <laughs> so you have a fifth level spell that's radiant? Correct, yes, I do. Uh, oh, that's fine. On. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. So uh, as the fist comes in, does it does it suddenly become radiant? How does that work? So angels resound from the fist itself, um, and like the light of dawn, um, I guess, billows against the underside <laughs> of the trees as this oh. thing is smacked straight in the face with Bigby's hand. Do you want to, like... <clears throat> wow. Do you want to, like, punch it out of the tree line? Like, punch it down? Like, yes. And suddenly it just can cannonballs that's down awesome. out of the tree line. Sure, let's do that. Let's do that. Great. Sure. Yeah. Um, First of dawn and then a sudden smackdown. It's great. <laughs> um, and as it goes, I will then use a Shocking Grasp. Ooh. My action. Great. Um, let's see if it hits first. Mm -hmm. mm, 15, probably not. No, you. I think you... <laughs> You underestimate how fast the hand moves. So you, boom, knock it down out of the tree line. So you can now all see the Glabrezu floating in midair, looking a little bit dazed. And uh, you're just there with a the sparking hand in the tree line. No one can see this going, oh, 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 oh. he's gone. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then for my movement, I'm going to try and circle back as sneakily as I can towards the main party, but still hovering uh, above in the air. So this thing's been punched down mm -hmm. with Dawn, uh, and then I'm going to try and just sneakily go through the trees towards where everybody else is. Fine. Okay. Uh, can you roll me a stealth check mm -hmm. with disadvantage? Yes, that is that is what I want. That's what I want. 13. Not great. Yeah. Um, I'm blue. <laughs> I think it's that thing of like, <laughs> you just hear the leaves rustling 
It's definitely me. We know where I am. It's fine. <laughs> More importantly, the, the Glabrezu knows where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, right, as you go... I know what it wants to do, but you're not flying because of magic. It's a magic item, and I can't dispel magic items. Tee-hee. Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 okay. All right. Interesting. It is going to... If, um, Aldrin Prosperous, if you look up and see this thing sort of appearing out of the sky, out, out of the tree line, it then is suddenly surrounded by a sphere of darkness. Ooh. And then also goes up into the tree line. You can see the Sphere of Darkness moving. You know where it is, you just can't see it. Right. Uh, the toad on the ground... Ooh. <laughs> just avoid getting trampled. No! It did! Oh! Oh, good on it! Um, as its buddy came along, if, if it had passed through, which what I was expecting it to do, hoping <laughs> it would do, wanted it happen, um, then it would have been crushed, but it didn't. So... Um, the Hezru, looking at this, looking at the big one, spouts out something in Abyssal again and uh, will turn to Aldrin on the floor because you look like a tasty, easy target and it's going to try and start eating you. Nice. It's going to oh. reach down, take its gigantic mouth, just go... Uh, <laughs> on top it's going to have some nice advantage on that as well. Yes, it is. 27, nat 20. I'll use my reaction to teleport in. Okay. Um, can I, can did you, did you become pro? Uh, can't we do... Can't the, the portal... The thing that you cast, which means means we're all linked. Yeah, I just said that. Oh, I beg your pardon, sorry. I thought that that was... I thought you were, I thought you were making a teleport happen by casting it, and sure, surely that was a bad thing. I, I, yes. I can't. I can't make teleports happen. Um, it's not within my skill set. can do everything. Nope. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed that. I'm going to do this thing. Shouldn't we do that thing? Yes. (laughs) That would be a good idea. Yorika is obviously concentrating hard. Yeah, climbing's difficult. Um, Yeah. (laughs) um, Aldrin, as your your feet start to disappear inside this thing's mouth, suddenly you... No, because you don't go. He appears, you don't go. No, he like shifts to the side slightly. I take the hit. Okay, so your feet are now out of its mouth, and Prosperous is now, your feet are inside this thing's mouth, but it looks a bit more concerned about that. That's not what it wanted at all. Uh, <laughs> we have to stop meeting like this. <laughs> me and you, or me and the toad? Or you yeah. and the toad? At this point, I'll take any for any. <laughs> uh, that is 33 points of damage because of the crit. All right. Um... Realizing that it's got half a paladin in its mouth and it didn't want that, it's going to start trying to uh, uh, claw you out of its mouth. <laughs> What's the issue? I'm delicious. <laughs> uh, that's a 15 to hit. Oh no. It's scraping and like, uh, uh, and you're just sort of like half hanging out of its mouth, just nope, not, nothing's happening. Uh, Aldrin, that's, you can see that. That's all right there. Yeah. I'm not well, sure what's happening, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do what I can. 
in abyssal. Climbing climbing to his feet as, um, you know, decorously as one can in these circumstances. I will remind you that there is a 15 to 20 foot tall demon like right there that looks like a bull. <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> they just hoof prosperous away, who then teleported back in to take a, a massive bite. So, um, it's it's a little, but it's what it, it's what Aldrin can do. Um, okay. So raising the holy symbol. Um, uh, there's the, the 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 two of them within five feet. The giant one and the other yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. You're all within five feet each other right now. Because Aldrin would consider banishing the giant one, but holy weapons a thing. <laughs> so and it hasn't, we, we haven't quite reached, um, you know, banishment bonanza at this point in time. You know, I trust in P. No, there's no desperation <laughs> maneuvers. Um, so yeah, a word of radiance then to try and to take both of them. So just a word in celestial versus just like mockery. That's a slash. What is the saving throw? Con twenty one. Ooh. Uh, the Hezru rolled a seven. Dear God. <laughs> I think it wants to die. Um, <laughs> the Garistro rolls. I mean, come on now. 21. Yeah, so it doesn't take it. The big one doesn't take it, but the little one does. The little one eats uh not a massive amount but hey it's not what it's something there to do it's 11 points of radiant um the big one like sort of raises an eyebrow at you like it's a, <laughs> what did you think was going to happen in the meantime next to you his buddies are there going ah, 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 while, while trying to let go of prosperous inside the mouth ah, ah, is having a really terrible time <laughs> That, my friend, is called diversion. Uh, flipping the bird as I cast Sanctuary on myself. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Prosperous, it's your turn. Can I extract myself from the mouth of this gooey thing? Yeah, it's not grappled or anything. It's just cool. flavor. Gross. Um, I will run back at the big one because P has no common sense whatsoever. You're all within five feet, so there's no attacks opportunity. And I'm going to whack it twice. Go for it. This dice hates me. That's a 24. It's, yeah. It could be worse. That's a, this dice hates me. That's a 24. Yes. <laughs> and a 26. I haven't rolled above a 10 on a weapon attack yet. 26 also hits, obviously. Yes, they both hit. Right. Monstrous. This big one looks extremely chunky. Yes, I'm going to smite at fourth and third level. To get your radiant damage oh for the God. holy weapon. This is going to be a lot. Good. Awesome. And then describe how you want your hits to impact this massive... Minotaur let, me, let me do the maths first. Sorry, but yeah. And then we'll, yes. When you're ready, let's have some flavour. There will be bird flipping continuing throughout this. It's in the background. Sorry. It's the paladin maths, yeah, that's what happens. I can see some of the numbers coming up. Sort of slowly ticks up. <laughs> so when it reaches three figures, you really got to worry. I think it reaches three figures. Awesome. 116 points of damage. Yeah, that is, I think, the largest bout of damage I've ever heard done. Well done. No, it was more last combat. Um, was it? 116. Yeah. 
Please describe how you do 116 points of damage to this big thing in one go. It's not dead or bloody. No, I know. I'm gonna wow. just try. Okay. I'm gonna try and whack it on the shoulder a couple of times just to try and like it's loosen like an arm. Okay. I don't want to chop an arm off, but I figure like if the arm's damaged, uh, it will hit less hard. I know that's not how D and D works, but that is no, how no, real life no, works. That's, that's P logic. I think that's very good P logic. <laughs> the shoulder is quite high up. Like it's a good seven to eight feet above you. And I have a massive sword. <laughs> okay. So you just sort of just reach Which, up to and just... I can <laughs> also throw if necessary. So, so you're, sort of, you're sort of like... Sort it's of, sort of like a combination between whacking and throwing. It's like an Elden nice. Ring colossal sword yeah. size type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's humongous. But, um, <laughs> maybe you have to do that sort of thing where you go two hands up. No, just one. And then just use one hand like... <laughs> and start smacking around. But it's, it's glowing with radiant light and it does bite. And it will sort of like pull itself back like a gorilla and pull its arm back and out of the way you've definitely hurt it like where the multiple cuts you made on this shoulder they're all sort of bleeding and um, glowing with holy light it looks unhappy about it but it doesn't look that badly hurt yet right then I'm going to cast Sanctuary on myself (laughs) right uh, the rock is rolling on the floor, laughing. Yes, it continues to do so. Does it get to roll Excellent. again? At, does it get to roll again at the end of its turn? I Ed, what don't happens? think it does. I think it may just come out of it. But uh, hang on, the end of each of its turns, each time it takes damage, the target may make another Wisdom saving throw. Okay, let me roll at the end of its turn. Yes, uh, eighteen. Still finds it funny. It wasn't a good joke, to be fair. <laughs> it still finds it funny. Hooray! Ferrari, <laughs> <laughs> you are standing the over the frog. Ferrari's going to sort of tip his head to the right slightly, give a head nod to Bjorka, and then um, stipulation quickly. <laughs> With my crossbow expert, which we recoined um, pistol expert, yes. um, it, it stipulates that it has to be a one-handed weapon for the initial attack. Does that count with my pistol or would I have to use my other weapon before I could then use it as my bonus action to attack as well? Uh, you can use a sword in one hand and a pistol in the other. Yeah, but I wouldn't be able to shoot with the pistol and then bonus action shoot with the pistol. No, it's the same weapon. Cool. Yeah, that was just a ball checking. <laughs> um, you'll um, pull his um, sword um, mm-hmm. run jump he's going to sort of jump well slash out um, mm-hmm. with the first attack mm-hmm. for a 22 to hit yeah you definitely hit it oh nice. at, adv- at advantage because it's prone yeah 28 you're still absolutely oh. hit <laughs> <laughs> this is not the difficult bit. No. But I'll do the sword damage. Sword. So that's eight points of damage on the sword. Yep. And then for flavor, but you can punish me with rolls if you wish. I'd like to run, jump, and shoot it in the top of its forehead, in the top of its head, and jump over it. But it might be too big for that. But it is prone, so... It's prone. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. jump, jump. But yeah, he's going to sort of slash out and then jump up into the air and shoot yeah. straight down. Totally fine. Hey. Roll me an acrobatics check. Cool. That's fine. Acrobatics. 
19. Yeah, more than fine. Cool. And then let's go for... What would you... Out of interest, what number was that on the dice? That was a 7, I think, to make a 19. Can you let me know when you rolled a 1, regardless of what your modifier is? Cool. No problem. Yes. Um, and then with high noon, that is a 26 yeah. to put one in. So let's yeah. start with base damage. We've got 14 on the base. Mm-hmm. We have 20 on the sneak attack. Great. Might kill it. Might kill it. And then five on the thunder damage. How would you like to kill it? Exactly exactly how I described it. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally like the bullet bullet straight through the top of its skull as it sort of flops, lands, and um, spins the pistol, puts it in its holster, and then will like glance up at Viorica, nod, and then carry on with the flank that we sort of described at the very start, and he's going to carry on running um, around to come up behind. As you shoot it and it dies, and as you start running off, you can see it's already starting to bubble and hiss as it dissolves into Ica. It will Mm. dissolve and vanish because it is going back to the abyss. Um, It will reform over time, but uh, for now, it's no longer on the material plane. That's why you're doing what you're doing. It's very sensible. Yeah. Cool. Um, so you place me wherever I would logically go to flank around the back. You'll, you'll be coming out into the main combat next turn. That's fine. Viorica, you can see that the Vrock is dealt with, and you can see the other fight as well from your uh, incredible vantage point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm higher than every... Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> so what's going to happen now is that the, the, the uh, focus is going to shift around and... Raulathim's psychic lance is going to lance out uh, to um, do the get the really get the really big demon. Very cool. Um, I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, it's ba- the, the, the effect is that the the, the uh, ringing rifle is held up again. There's a sort of but much louder. It's mm. like a um, uh, almost a laser uh, beam noise. And it is an intelligence eighteen check, please. It would be intelligence, wouldn't it? That's what I thought. Mm. That would work. I will point out, because we've not talked about this yet, that your mm. your sword cane was built into the ringing rifle, which is why it has all of those abilities, yes. as well as its own floutiness. Yes, um, that's why I love Because this it's a gun, as well as being a flute, playing mm. it tastes weird. Right. <laughs> Gingerbread, I'd say. Sure. <laughs> mm, saltpeter. Yes. Oh, my God. That's a seven... <laughs> On the saving throw against Ralathim's psychic death ray. There we go. Yeah. I spent two campaigns being fucked over by this spell. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to be able to continue with that. Um, Everyone's favorite now. I don't know what happened. So is it... Um, this is such a cool name. Uh, so Partially, probably. Also oh, does psychic damage very rarely resisted against. That's exactly my thinking. Oh, that's annoying. Well, I did get one six. Uh, 19 damage in total. Yes, but... What is more important yes. is that uh, the creature is now ca- incapacitated. Um, yep. uh, until the start of my next turn. But it is very much incapacitated. You're welcome, party, is what Bjorka says. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
a, uh, the big one just sort of as it as it pushes back <laughs> from that. Just, it just goes down. Start, no, it stays up. Just looks very shaky and like it has no idea where it is or what's going on. Yep. It looks bamboozled. You've been bamboozled. Uh, it's incapacitated, so nothing happens on its turn. Mm-hmm. Huxley, it is your turn. You are moving. You think very carefully through these incredibly stealthily oh, so <laughs> stealthy no so one stealthy. knows where you are no one ever knows um, oh, I re- I'm sorry I wish I feel like like Ferrari runs past through the bushes and just because <laughs> your passive perception is also insane isn't it yeah oh, okay. I'm on I'm on 22 for everything of <laughs> standard passives wow I'm on 24 no 25 sorry for passive investigation so, I mean, it's I not 36, but you know. <laughs> yeah, well, my, my idea is Aldrin and I don't miss much. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> well, anyway, Huxley, I will say it is fair that you're up in the tree lines, so you can be, you think, quite stealthy. Do I see uh, where this creature is if I look behind me? There's a weird ball of darkness. They like to do that, though, don't they? They like, they like to summon the old darkness and go, ooh, I don't, I don't know where I am. It's like, a patch of, it's like a patch of night that doesn't make sense with the landscape around you. And where the sun is. Right. Um, would I be able to, you with my hear, bones... You can hear Bissell. <laughs> like, it's a little like... <laughs> There's a muttly noise coming out of the darkness. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, would, would I, with my big beast hand, be able to move that to where that is and try and try and hit it? Squeeze it. Be disadvantage, I'm afraid, because you can't see it. That's okay. Um, cool. I'm happy to roll that. That's okay. Go for it. Uh, I'll do that with That's these. That's why they do it. Because it's quicker. Yeah. So I rolled an 18 and a 14. We add 10 to the lowest, which is 24 to hit. Yeah, still is. Wow. <laughs> right. Let's get a time right. moment, there's a hint of noise. I'm going to anticipate which way this this ball of darkness is going. Mm. Move the hand behind it. There's a pause, and then I'm going to smack it behind the head. <laughs> um, for 27 points, uh, it's going to be standard uh, force damage for this one. 27 right, points. Uh, 27 points of damage. Um, it's it's still in a ball of darkness. That doesn't change. So it's in a bit. So you just hear. On its turn, it will look down, see its. I've just. Sorry, I've still got, that was my bonus action. So oh, for, my, for my action, uh, let's see. If a creature is incapacitated, does that mean that um, attacks, oh, it's just melee attacks, doesn't it, have advantage against them? Or is it all attacks? I always get this confused. So let me have a quick look at good old D&D Beyond. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's prone becomes disadvantage at range, but if you're just incapacitated. Mm. Incapacitated is a weird one because it doesn't, it's something that a lot of other things but based on incapacitated mm, add. Yeah. No, incapacitated creature can't take actions or reactions. That's it. It can still okay. move. It can still take bonus actions, arguably, but I think that's a really janky read. Yeah. Uh, so the big creature's taken some damage already, right? Yes. Yes. Um, could I... I'm just going to use um, Stampy to cast Toll the Dead on it, so if it could make a wisdom save. Nice. That'd be great. Again, these little googly eyes kind of pop up and go... <laughs> and- <laughs> It, it's, it's meant you look to be, like you're trying to toll the dead. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's meant to be a big bell, right? But I think it's just the stamp is going to try and stamp it on the leg or something. <laughs> Lovely. Look, guys, guys, please fight it physically. It's clearly what it's good at. It's an 11. <laughs> <laughs> now, it is necrotic damage, but it's 20 points of necrotic damage. It doesn't matter. Oh. Demons don't have any resistances to that. Any and then Stampy's going to go back to where he was before. 
Is darkness not concentration, Chris? Is what? Darkness. Spell darkness. It is concentration, yes. Did you roll a con save? I did not. <laughs> Let's do are that you, now. Are you going to? It was 27 points, if that helps. Yeah, it's more than fine. It's 19. Yeah. Uh, that's my go. I'm done. I, I, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Shout. No, I'm being stealthy. Ah, I'm being right. stealthy. <laughs> I'm bad. going to continue being stealthy um, and just fly upwards if I can, keeping the ball of darkness in view. Good job being stealthy over there. I totally can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very aware that I'm not being stealthy this time. <laughs> um, the the, I mean, the ball of the, the ball of darkness will fly down instead of up towards Huxley and is going to dispel magic on the big one. Interesting. It's no longer incapacitated. Could I, could I counterspell that? Of course you can. Ooh, good call. It's going to be third level, though. Uh, no, you can't. Damn. Uh. You can't see it. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Darkness. It's stealthy. It's fine. <laughs> As it flies down, it will dispel magic on the big one. It will shake its head and look down at um, Aldrin and Prosperous with a kind of... <laughs> it hasn't worked out the, the thing that made it feel like that wasn't you two as intelligence of six I'm trying to be fair hooray good, good. right the Hezru seeing all this happen has no reason to do anything more than keep attacking um Aldrin you got up yep you've both rolled sanctuary yep how does it work with two sanctuaries help me out here you need to roll a wisdom saving throw. To or it goes to someone else. And then if you try to attack the other one, you'll have to roll another wisdom saving throw. But then it goes back to the first one we again. We could be here forever. No, well, technically, it's just going to happen until you, like, fail. It's a paradox loop. We've broken yeah. the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it could hit the um, it could hit the big guy. It could hit the big guy. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> the Hezru is going to, not understanding what you two have done and why you're flipping at the bird. It's no, very it says good. choose a new target or lose the attack, so it can lose the attack rather than attack its ally. I know, but it's funny. Well, it's an intelligence <laughs> of five. I mean, come on now. Um, right. Yes. It's going to try and bite Aldrin first because Aldrin looks tastier. We've been through this. Uh, right. Don't argue with me, Aldrin looks tastier. Um, <laughs> it's the oil on his muscles is what it is. I, I, oh. I've got ab armor. I don't see what the, <laughs> what the difference is. What's not to like? Aldrin's more of a morsel. Aldrin's, Aldrin's like like a bite size. On the amuse bouche. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> also, Aldrin's not wrapped in a metal tin. I'm just saying there are choices being made here. I'm right. like a sardine. So what's heading through a The sexiest of sardines. <laughs> so what's heading through a I have to roll to it to bite you? Where's 21? Where's 21? <laughs> Fine. Nope, it's in that one. Um, <laughs> it will go, and then turn to Prosperous and go, and we'll try and attack you instead. Wisdom save again. Yeah, Maybe not, this will work. not quite as high. 18. 24. This rolls a nat 20. Ooh, wow. It, it can bite me. It it's has gonna... to roll, and now it has to roll to attack. Yeah. <laughs> you should have both been rolling stench rolls for it as well, and I forgot about that. Both roll me a con save right now. Look at stench roll. Oh my God. What, what a move. Uh, can't save, David. Oh, it's it's everywhere. 24. Plus, plus five to that, isn't that? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so that will be a 25 at least, even if I don't have the... Okay, you've now both passed it, so you're immune to it for 24 hours. We're fine. Good. Um, <laughs> I, I passed it last time. Then you were already immune to it, doesn't matter. But Alden's now immune to it and no longer feels like he's going to throw up Smells on your Smells like that halfling cheese I had one time. <laughs> Please don't ever tell me that story. <laughs> as, as, as we've said, it's not got halflings in it. They just swim in it to make the... Ch- like a, a guy once told me a lot oh. about it. Wow. <laughs> anyway, um, so it's going to try and bite you, Pete. It, it feels like it can bite you. It's a 19. Just hits, yeah. Meow, meow, meow. 15 points of damage. <sighs> um, and as it has bitten you, it is going to start trying to swallow you. Just, oh, it's going to start trying to fit you inside its mouth <laughs> oh, and just Lord. go. Now is the time. You decided this was a bad idea last time. I don't know what changed your mind, but you're wrong. <laughs> uh, what it says is... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess a second attack's going to bite you again. Nine. No. And a third. I told you it was a bad Eleven. idea. Eleven. It starts biting and, like, teeth fall out. Like, it's not okay. I <laughs> <laughs> tried to take on a whole stick of Brighton Rock at once. It just doesn't work. <laughs> Aldrin. This is supremely tedious. Um, <laughs> Aldrin's going to just back up a little bit, not be right in there. Um, I'll take any attacks of opportunity with my sanctuary up. Okay, the big one, quite cross that it was made to feel even dumber than it already is, <laughs> is going to uh, try and break the wisdom to make that opportunity against you as you go. And try. There's a natural one. It goes, doesn't quite sure why and thinks about hitting Prosperous instead because it can, I think. It has to roll a wisdom save, but yeah, it can. Move the attack to me. Because you've still got Sanctuary up even though it got broken. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to look and see if it wants to do it to Prosperous instead. It will try. (laughs) 15? No. Hits the ground. (laughs) Okay. Uh, The Hezru is busy eating Prosperous. Right. I am, I am backing up too far. I'm just coming out of uh, melee range because I'm about to drop my sanctuary. Okay. And, um, so, yeah, looking at the one that's got Prosperous in mouth there, trying to swallow pee down. Um, going to throw a sacred flame at that mother brother. Wow. So so grateful, Aldrin, for all your cantrips. <laughs> It's a thing I can do. I know, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm ribbing you because you just use cantrips all the time in um, Baldur's Gate as well. I could use a bonus action to dispel it's, Holy it's, Weapon and blind them all, but, you know, if you want, I don't, it's on the table. Want, like, it's up to you, oh, We get surrounded by like 80 of them, yes. Yeah, then, then yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's something that Aldrin has in his back pocket. Uh-huh. Um, but firstly, yeah, just I'm going to try and Socrat a Flamme, which is basically just um, a rain of flaming coins. Uh, Dex 21, save. Rain of flaming coins. Uh, 15. Um, in which case, it will eat oh so much damage. Uh, well, 25, actually. It's quite responsible oh, for a cleric how'd you, country. How'd you kill it? Really? <laughs> oh, the little, the little one, not the big one. The big the little one. The big one does, oh, yeah. does no. Oh, no. Is it going to dissolve on me? It's um, um it's very much it's very much it's kind of um suit. X-Men first classy in the sense of the coins kind of rain into it and then one just lodges on its skull. Right. And then the old, there's a sense of like just concentration from older and it's like, man, I wish I could do psionics like that cheese guy. The <laughs> 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 coin just goes through it, friend. Uh, lovely. I'm just gonna shake some of it off 
As you sort of worm your way out of its sort of gob, it is sort of like melting into ichor on you, but you've been covered in demon ichor before. This is quite normal in what you're currently doing. It doesn't mean I have to like it. No, that's true. Uh, There's more. Um, I could just cast Sanctuary again and start flipping birds, but I won't because I really want to do this visual. Okay. So I'm going to, Aldrin will cast a spiritual weapon. Mm-hmm. Aldrin's spiritual weapon takes the form of a spectral hand with a playing card, and when it attacks, it flicks the card Very towards nice. the uh, the thing, like a like a magician with a bit of slightage of like bandage. Like gambit. Like a gambit, yeah. indeed. I'm doing my X-Men references today. You are? Yeah. This is good. Uh, you know, classic 90s cartoon style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably not going to do much to the biggie, but let's see what happens. Good um, like like Asta, every little helps. So <laughs> twenty six coming. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Cool. Also, uh, if you pad your back pocket, it probably would jingle. So very <laughs> on brand. The amount of stuff I felt from the church before I left to do good. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's the minimum damage. It's six. <laughs> Oh, well. um, it flicks a card at the big one's head, and it they just, it, it reacts like an actual card would. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> who throws a card? <laughs> Seriously, who throws a card? Card. Telling <laughs> you, man, it's all I've got in my pocket. Prosperous, it's your turn. Big demon. Uh, well, I'm just gonna. I'm, I guess I'm just gonna whack the big one again. The big one. Um, it looks quite frustrated, like it's been it's been hindered in its ability to do what it needs to do. Um, this one, just so we're clear, the little the ones you were dealing with, the Hezru, the Glabrazu, which is still flying around, and the Vrock, which you didn't see, but you've you've dealt with things like this in the last couple of weeks quite a lot. These sort of mid-ranking demons. It's rare to see them on the material plane, but there've been quite a few of them around recently. This big one is bigger than any you've seen on the material plane recently, and in, you would assume it's got higher up in the ranking. This seems worrisome, like there are bigger threats around very much nearby. You seem like they're getting bigger to you, P? Yeah, or we're getting shorter. <laughs> could be both. Um, is it big, strong enough that I could potentially stand on its shoulder? Yeah, yeah, easily. Cool. What I'm going to do is I'm going to throw the sword like halfway up its body to try and like impale it. Then I'm going to climb on the sword and then slam it from the head. <laughs> assuming both attacks hit. Okay. So you're going to throw your sword, which it, it has the ability to be thrown, that's fine, and try and lodge it in it to use mm. it as like a foot jumping yes. off point yeah. to yeah. leap up, pull like, the sword more like, down. More like it. a pull up and then I'll jump off it. Yeah. And then use the sword to what? Slice its head off? No, like shove it through its skull. Oh, what, through the skull or down the back of the spine, which would be easier? No, would through be the skull. Okay. Let's okay. smash its skull. Right, and at the same time, I'm just going to briefly scan and see if I can see Froray, because I'm a little bit perturbed that I still can't see him. You sure, can see you. me, though. I, I'm definitely <laughs> <laughs> Right. What, that, what, that what, do want, what do you want me to roll, Chris? <laughs> uh, roll me an athletics check to... Um, do the cool climbing thing. It's not a one. It was a five, but it's a 16. Okay, make me the two attack Ooh. rolls. The second attack roll is with disadvantage because you don't get quite the cool angle that you wanted. Did you add your d4? I did not, but I might add it to the one where I've got disadvantage. Okay. The first one is a 31. 
Yes, of course that hits. As you throw the sword and it sides in and just hits it in the side. That's fine. The second one is a 33 with disadvantage. That's um, outrageous. Okay. I'm they gonna, both hit, obviously. I'm going to smite a third level on both of them. Like, we're here. Okay. We've got the spell slot, slots to burn. Uh, the impact of each one as glowing light as it goes and as you leap up pull, using your own sword to pull that get onto its shoulder and then ripping your own sword out to plunge it into its head there's an awful lot of like stab tear awfulness going on nearly there <laughs> paladin maths continues to mm. take time ah uh. Uh, you can from the vantage point of the 113. shoulder. 113. 113. 113. Yeah. Okay. You can from the vantage point of the shoulder see a skirting around and running into the combat zone. Great. I'll clock that, but I'm busy, and then I'm going to cast Sanctuary on myself again. Uh, would you cast Sanctuary on yourself if it was dead? Oh, no. Is it dead? Yes. Great. I smash, oh, I smash wow. its skull. Amazing. As you do, it starts to pool into Ica beneath you. This is like this was over three hundred hit points, and you just, yeah. Do I do I drop how far? Like no, it's fifteen feet, and it's dissolving. You can sort okay. of slide down it. That's not gross. no no. We're not legolasing this bullshit. No, <laughs> you can sort of ungainly climb down the slowly sludgifying corpse. I everyone regret goes, my choices. <laughs> <laughs> cool, Flora. You run into the um danger zone and mm -hmm. uh, you can see this gigantic demon melting under prosperous you can see a pool of ichor on the floor as well but there's a floating black ball in the sky that you recognize as a demon that's cast darkness on itself or something that's got dust on itself well seems like you got that sorted <laughs> uh right let's have a look at more um i will Use my bonus action to insightful fighting again to Can I not steady aim to get rid of the disadvantage instead of the insightful fighting? You can steady aim to make it a straight shot, but it wouldn't give you sneak attack because you can't see it. No, that's what I was hoping for with my insightful fighting. What does insightful fighting say? Like, can you insight a ball of darkness? Yeah, that doesn't really make sense to me, but. Yeah, a creature. No, it does stipulate as that you can see. Usually so you does. are correct. Yeah. yeah, you are correct. Okay. Um, are correct and steady those. aim doesn't. It just says you take a bonus action to aim. Um, steady aim would remove the disadvantage for shooting at something that you can't see. What it yeah. would do is give you a flat roll, but you wouldn't get sneak attack on it. Mm. Um, but in this case, really, if I shoot or not shoot, I don't gain benefit. So what I'll do is I'm going to hold my <laughs> choices, choices. You can't hold a bonus, so um I'm gonna just hold Ah to shoot it, why not? <laughs> Change my mind. Go for it. It's flat roll. So just make it make a straight attack roll. I'll take that. Nice. Oh, wait, no, that's not. That's a two. That looked really strange on my. 
Nice. The way it went on the corner of the screen made it look like a crit, but it was actually the one just next to it. So it's a two. So that was a two, not a one. Thirteen. Thirteen misses. You shoot, and it sort of passes through this cloud of darkness, but you don't hit anything. Nope. Loaded the crit teaser dice in Beyond. Is that what it is? (laughs) (laughs) Those crit teasers. Um, But. I did use my bonus action in the end, so I will leave it at that. Cool, you're there. You're ready. Uh, Viorica. Mike, sorry, Mike, don't you get two attacks? No, I'm a rogue. Oh, a rogue you. He's a rogger with some levels of fighter. I s- mm. Mostly a rogger. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly a rogger. Um, so from my vantage point, can I see the, is, the, is anything visible to me? As a black ball. That's what I thought. Okay. Um, I mean, to be honest, is it how far away is it from me? Fifty-ish feet. Uh, okay. Well, in which case, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go at an extreme range into something that I can't see. This isn't probably isn't going to work, but I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to aim roughly into the um, into the black cloud and give yes, it a shot. Please take your gun that you're not too experienced with yet and aim it randomly in yep. nearly the right direction with that kind of motion. That's, yeah, that's what's going to happen. That's <laughs> what immediately winces after all the training that we've gone through. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, um, is it a disadvantage? I presume it is. Yes, of course it is. Okay, cool. Can't see it. Oh, Lord. Uh, so, um, 11... So no, <laughs> you will hear, all of you hear a bang, which is a strange sort of like weird high-pitched fluting to it, <laughs> and a, a bullet just flies just over everyone's heads. As a... <laughs> I will, I will understand how this damn thing works. Could you do that not in our direction? Obviously, my apologies. <laughs> Never get used to these boomsticks. <laughs> Huxley, it's your turn. Right, well, we're going to bonus action, slap it around the back of the head again. Um, <laughs> a disadvantage, right, because it can't, can't see be seen. It. Yep. Nice. Ah, that would have been amazing, but it was not. So that is 16 in total. Does not Just not it. enough. Um, it, the hand slaps through the darkness, but misses the demon. And let's go for a shocking grasp just to... You'd have to reach it do. and touch it. Oh, it's a touch, isn't it? Let's yeah. go for a ray of frost um, right. in that case. Nice. Um, that is 20 to hit, non-natural. Uh, yeah, non-natural. Did you roll it with disadvantage? Because you can't nope. see it. No, I didn't. I didn't, Chris. Let's see what else happens. <laughs> that would be a 12. That does not hit. The ray of frost passes through the ball of blackness and doesn't hit the demon. I will sadly lower to the ground and say, I think it's up to you. I, <laughs> <laughs> I abdicate responsibility. Can't hit it. I, I've tried. I've tried. Um, there is an infernal crack, and the ball of darkness will vanish out of existence. It's gone. Oh. It, God, it. Okay. it got bored of us trying to hit it. <laughs> was that one of you? It was me. Yes, oh, I did, well I did something. Well done. It, it worked. Guys, yeah. <laughs> Hezru's intelligence is five. A Garistro's intelligence is six. A Vrox's intelligence is eight. A Glabrazo's intelligence is 19. It ah. knows when to retreat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming this isn't the first time one dipped away from us. Probably not. No. Only one of those was more intelligent than me. <laughs> oh my god. Amazing advantage. <laughs> and I think that's a good point to go to break. <laughs> See you all. Vicious fighting. Vicious. <laughs> See you all after the break. Thanks, everyone. See you in a bit. 
And welcome back. Well, a combat-driven first half. You have defeated the demons that you were chasing into the Crypt Garden Forest. And standing now in the forest, still raining very heavily, you managed to dispatch three of them, and the fourth has um, fucked off. Great. You can all convene, you're out of initiative. It's raining, night is falling. Is that it? Does anyone know where we're going? Not now, no. Viorica, do you need help getting down? You're right. No, no, I'm sure I'll be fine. Do I have to take an athletics check? I will cast by the fall if I need to. (laughs) (laughs) Glad you all have such trust in me. Do you want to jump I did down until the time feet. that a bullet came over my head. I, don't, <laughs> I will get the hang of this thing. Sorry, Chris, what did you say? Do you want to jump down 15 feet? No, no, I'm going to try and climb down. All right, go for it. Oh, Lord. Um, so... Uh, where's the thing gone? Apparently, I'm not at all prepared for climbing out of a tree. This is not a... There we go. Ten! Again. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Birka, you, how do you fall? Uh, outstretched. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Thank you, whoever that was. I'm really I'm very glad. Okay. It's oh. almost instinct now. You do it so often, Biorica. You can't get away from a tree. Well, that's true. I like trees. They're very nice to hug. They are very kind. That is mm. true. Um, does anyone, if we don't know where we're going, should we just strike out in a direction? You are very much um, just off the high road. You chased these demons on your way up the high road. Therefore, making your way back to it would not be difficult. Should we get back up? Have we not? Were those not the demons we were looking for? Or are there just always more? And I'm startled it. I mean, it's an indication we're in the right direction. I mean, they wouldn't have sent us unless it was really bad demons. That was Mm. pretty bad. Although, I must say, P, that was... Wow. Yeah, just like (laughs) some slight dints in the armor. P's not looking amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You are still quite a way off from the Mirror of Dead Men, um, and you wouldn't want to travel through it at night time. So you'll probably want to make camp somewhere between here and there and wait until morning to go into the mere. Should we find somewhere less smelly to camp? <laughs> that would be good. It still smells like um, the really smelly from. demon. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm all in favor of that. I can't help but notice that there is quite a large amount of uh, viscous ichor on your uh, personage after your quite impressive slaying there before. Um, the smell may come with us, is my point. But, but I, I can't actually do a lot about that. Um... Where's a mage when you need one? Hey? Yes. Prestidigitate. All of the prestidigitation spells were gone when I tried to find those in the library. I'm sorry, Prosperous. Uh, it, it's not it's... something I can mend something for you or shape water, which could help, but I don't oh, have yes. any water either. So, you know. It's raining! <laughs> there it is. Uh, I'm awake. Who said that? Uh, sure, I'm good. I'll shape water and uh, give you a very thorough, like, fireman's hose down. <laughs> Oh, it's just like it's just like the olden days. Just like when Mum used to throw the water oh. on me with the bucket. Tell oh, me more. Yeah, nice. This is really. <laughs> what are we gonna be? All oh, right. It's you, you, okay. 
you're not that clean because <laughs> it's ichor. It's not like um, it's not water soluble, um, and you're just damp now and slightly less. I mean, it was raining. We were already damp. Yeah. I know what oh, it's like to be you for I just constantly damp. Yeah. I thought that was a personal anyway. <laughs> you want to find somewhere to make camp. Right. Uh, I I can I can conjure my hut if we would like. Mm-hmm. Um, are we uh are we looking for somewhere more kind of hospitable in the general area wherever they have been demons or do we want to have a look around before we uh we head on our way, see where they might have come from, or, uh, I mean, somewhere at least where the, uh, path crosses. Be nice to catch anybody passing there or away, just, you know, collect some information. Um, Aldrin, I assume if you haven't spoken up, there's nothing else out there that we need to worry about. Nothing I can see, and, well, that means there's nothing. <laughs> no more. Um, no, that's that's some wise thought. If we uh, do head over to the road kind of situation there, then uh, we're more likely to spot folks pay us. All right. And, uh, I mean, is it worth seeing if there's any kind of residual magic left in the area? It'd be good to know where these demons are coming from, but it's kind of out of my field of expertise, you know? What you will all have started to gather, even those of you that are not particularly au fait with this sort of thing. These demons are finding every opportunity that they can to break through into the material plane. They are being sent, evidently, and as far as you can tell, they are looking for something. You've all pieced together, Furay especially, but most of you probably, if Furay has spoken to you about it, have pieced together, that they're looking for Orcus's wand. They haven't found it. Ah. I mean, people don't like to be parted from their wands, so that kind of makes sense. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Reminds me of a story I heard once. <laughs> we'll save that for another time. I thought we were just going to... More halfling cheese? <laughs> oh, God told me about the halfling cheese. Uh, he was a character. You can get back to the road relatively easily. Um, <laughs> They're just talking, shooting the, shooting the breeze as we walk. It is, you get back to the high road. The high road is not, you know, dual carriageway. It's it's a <laughs> gravel road that goes through the forest. Um, you can see to the um, uh, west, so the left-hand side of the road, uh, the trees are do thin out into cliffs and you can see the sea. Um, it's quite sweat, it's quite windswept. The rain's still going quite strong. It's stormy in this whole region and the Crypt Garden Forest comes to the end of a sort of promontory of rock where the sword mountains kick up and you're then moving around those down into the mirror of uh, dead men ahead of you although you can't see it yet because you're still walking through the forest to get there um you can continue up the path if you want to you could rest here um i think you would know well let's see who would know it uh, can everyone please roll me a history check no <laughs> that's a two it became a one <laughs> 15. Oh. 18. Oh, you can add your plus four. No. <laughs> no, oh, no yes, you can. No, it's a minute. If you it's want. gone. It's 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Is it? Fine, yeah. you still use it. This is the last <laughs> roll you can use it on. <laughs> the most important 20, one. 23, then. 23. Nice. Yes. Any more for any more? No, 22. Uh, I'm 17. Yeah, 16. Yeah. 21. 
Okay. Ferrari's got the highest. Um, Huxley also, you've read many books about this area. Um, there are taverns on the road and inns on the way up the high, the high road, high road, high road. High road. High road. High road. High road. <laughs> <laughs> there are there are places you could rest up here. You would assume from recent news that they might be quite difficult to get into, either because they're barricaded or because they are abandoned. It's up to you whether you'd therefore want to try and find one of them or whether you'd want to just chill out on the road. Not problem either way. Y'all... If y'all have a strong feeling one way or the other, I can, uh, to some minor extent, communicate with my deity to see whether such a cause of action might be advisable or not. All right. Is that... Yes. All right, then. Um, <clears throat> get out my sticks and uh, my symbol, <laughs> and I cast the little spell we call augury. Mm -hmm. What I want to know is... Is going to stay at a tavern that a good idea or a bad idea? Do you flip a coin? I flip a coin. Do you flip your holy symbol? Do you I flip do. it with the sticks? What's the point of the sticks? The sticks are just there and then they <laughs> I learned this spell with sticks. <laughs> sticks are now obsolete. Makes me feel a lot better when they're there. Okay. <laughs> Um, the coin comes up heads. That means it's a good idea. Cool. I don't know if okay. I communicated that very well. <laughs> I love that it can, it can be good. It can be good, bad, both, which I guess is edge or nothing which I guess is just the coin hits me <laughs> in the eye. <laughs> I just really enjoyed the idea of all four of us like staring at you really yeah. intently. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. like, <laughs> yeah, I love that. Like, Aldrin just goes, it's heads. And then I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Good idea. So we, should go, think, uh, we should go find ourselves a, a, a tavern for the night. To quote, huh? I think, the best Black Books quote there is, I don't know, it's an impossible decision. I flip a coin and hope it explodes in midair and kills me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. You I'm sure if we find a barricaded tavern, we'll be able to force our way in. Or we could just ask them very nicely. Um, or if it's abandoned, we could probably force our way in as well. And then, like, repair the door afterwards. Or we could misty step in. Or I could dimension doors in a couple of times, and that would leave two of you outside. But I'm sure you could then barricade, uh, knock yourselves in. I would... Sounds if... brilliant. If we have to break the door open anyway. But the, the first three times looks impressive, you know. <laughs> first you're not within, so does you are. So does breaking open the door. Super impressive. Correct. It's still raining very heavily. Are we walking while we're talking yes, here? We are. Yes. Yeah. As you continue up the road, you will eventually come across a abandoned tavern. It has been, the doors have been nailed shut. Um, it looks like there was some sort of fighting or scuffle around the outside, but um, it just looks like it's been abandoned for a couple of days, maybe a week. Shall I, shall I give it a bash? Go for it. Has it been barricaded from the outside or can we see any internal barricadation? Um, it's been nailed shut and you can see the nails, so it's been nailed shut from the outside and there's a door that would open outwards. If, if, before we smash through, why don't I just have a little 
swift round and see if it's got any weak spots or maybe where something's already made in. Makes sense to me. You have very good insight, Nopi, very well. Please face slightly drops. There's that. That's a really good idea. Before <laughs> 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 he picks up all me, he's like, next time. Next time. <laughs> um, and to be fair, there might not be a weak spot where we'll need something to uh, smash through. And sort of just. Hey, Rory. <laughs> you have some, have some magical gardens. Nice. I've got to get me some of this magic nonsense. I'm just going to turn and just do a quick scan. You've got to have faith! Your hats. He's not wrong. Gun. A lot of your things are magic. Anyway. Um... Yeah, but as far as these, they're tools, not yeah. like from him. <laughs> Roll me a survival check to do a quick skirt around the whole thing and look for any kind of um, entrance. That was not the one I wanted. <laughs> what would you like to roll? Uh, investigation. I'm fine with that too. <laughs> yeah. That is a 31. <laughs> Looking around, the front door has been nailed shut. The back door has, um, it's clearly an in door, where the front, the front door was an out door. Um, but pushing on it, it feels like it's been, there's some weighty things on the other side of it. You probably couldn't push it down, but someone stronger might be able to. Um, some of the windows at ground level have been broken, but not all of them, so you can look inside. And inside is an abandoned, dusty inn. There's no one there, as far as you can tell. Mm. Prosperous, I've found the inn. Yeah, no, we're, at, to... we're at the inn. It's here, I'm oh. looking at it. Ah, the inn, the inn for the inn. The inn, the way to get into the inn. Right. Yes. Uh, all it needs is a, a healthy shelf, and we can uh, we can get in for oh, it. Well, you give it a go, Frory. I'll be round in a sec. He's <clears throat> gonna well, take his jacket off. <laughs> it's still raining profusely. Nah, I feel like he's wearing leather. It's not the most. Um, Oh, well, it'll be waxed, won't it? So it, it would be. be of fairly. course, it's waxed. It would be. <laughs> I thought you meant you. I was like, I don't know. Are you <laughs> waxy? <laughs> I'm you waxed. Um, but if, uh, and then he's going to attempt <laughs> attempt to shove the uh, uh, athletics. Uh, oh, okay. Um, for some reason, I'm proficient in that, but um, why not? Oh, hello. Mm. We've got 17 on the dice plus four. And guidance if you want it. Why not? <laughs> Indeed. And a three on top. So 17 plus seven. How would you like to brute force this door? You can describe this however you like. I don't want to presume... See, it's really difficult. With a minus one strength, I don't pitch myself doing brute strength. Intelligence. So. Leverage. I think, <laughs> or yeah. it'd just be the one of that thing of... This isn't going to work. And it just comes up completely unexpectedly. Eve farts a little bit. <laughs> nice. You managed to get the door open. The um, Yeah, I feel like it's only like... a sort of like a foot gap though. I don't know if you'd have got... You rolled a 25. You can be as wide as you want it to be. Oh, um, cool. <laughs> the barrels that were placed behind it that you can hear sloshing as they go. They're full of liquid. Um, 
um, they were put against the door to try and keep it secure. But you mm. can make or make your way in if you want to. Oh, everyone can get. While well, I wait for people, everybody to sort of pass up, I get, you'll go over to the fire if there is a half and there is a half that is dusty and um, empty. Good job, Rory. I pat you on the back. It turns out it <laughs> doesn't happen often. But as as, as Frore was doing this, I'm probably boring the heck out of Aldrin and Fiorica. Uh, did I ever tell you the story about the young Spirf Neblin wizard that was that was transported from the High Road to the Feywild? No, no, I did. I, I, have you heard that story before, Aldrin? I can't say I have. You sure? Absolutely sure. <laughs> I would feel like I might have done, but I was just looking to get some confirmation from you. I mean, I wouldn't like to say what stories I might have heard, but oh, tell us, tell the door's us. open. Oh. Oh, amazing. Okay. Good. Good. Yes, we we share a a perceptible look. Yeah. <laughs> you can get inside. There is firewood. The um, you'd need to like probably like start it with a flint and things like that but um you could easily make this space simply habitable anything of any real value has been taken there's a couple of casks of um ale either against the door holding it shut or down in the basement if you do go down if you want to uh, that were simply too heavy to take with wow some of the windows are smashed and um, therefore there's a bit of a cold breeze but it's a lot more comfortable than it would be as the storm does get worse this is wonderful we've got supplies of a kind hmm. maybe should we should open one? the inn yeah. i'll get the uh half going and probably i'll attempt i'm a part of demon skull <laughs> <laughs> all right you have the um evening to yourselves the Oracle will sit back and um, play sort of background music on the on the flute, on the bass flute. Don't point that at anybody. <laughs> I'm not. It's only music. My God. It requires a whole, like, unscrew, yes. reset to be a gun. You can't just take a flute, point it at someone, and go bang. You have to do... Prosperous has... Have you not seen Mission Impossible 5? There's a whole thing. <laughs> no, I haven't seen Mission Impossible 5. Yeah. Uh, Prosperous has no idea how guns work. Fori's explained it uh, several times. I, I, will get, I will get better with it, I promise. Just yes, when uh, I can make music, it's nice. Speaking of, do you remember that first lesson where I explained that being in a solid stance with two feet on the ground and presenting yourself with a safe, stable position for firing is yes. advantageous. So... You know, you know when you went into tree. Well, I th the thing is, I thought if I find a if I found a sort of robust enough branch, then I could stand on the branch. And it, the thing is, it all happens very fast when there are demons about. No, yeah, this is true. And to be fair, even before before the gun, you did being in a tree was quite helpful. Yes, but... I need to get better at climbing, but I feel like that's going to come with experience as well. Well, I mean, hopefully, be, at least you can fall out safely. That that's not always me, but yes, that is wonderful when um, when, Hux when Huxley does that. Thank you, Huxley. It's quite all right. I'm quite practiced at that. 
thanks to you oh, mainly. Uh, but no, that, we're, right. we're all gaining from this. I feel like this is why that was why I wanted to give the music out. It makes it makes things better. What I kind think. of song are you playing on the bass flute? Um, I think it's a, it's a uh, nice sound. It's a bit reedy, but like a clarinet. Yes. So I'm thinking it's going to be a, um, a flute, like a, a lark ascending kind of a thing. This is weaving in and out. Nice. For the even fun. Um, <laughs> that's my. Good evening, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was fun. <sighs> there is some perhaps inappropriate music playing. Um, good. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Um, is anyone cooking? No. I've hung my hat and coat up near the fire to sort of steam and dry off. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can I can chop some things up and, and cook them if people want. I, I'm not sure we have anything, but whatever we have, I, I've got yeah. a lot of sunflower seeds if people are peckish. Um, I'd, like, I'd like some sunflower seeds, yes, please. Yeah, I mean, it's Thanks. basically like a like a prayer to Shantaya, so here you go. <laughs> it's a nice. meal. I got some jerky in my bag, might not be too wet. Oh, I say. Oh, I see. Sorry, yes. I suppose you could go out and try and catch like a rabbit or something. <laughs> if anyone would like my dagger, they'd be more than welcome to it because I, I've had this thing for years and I've never <laughs> used it once. <laughs> I just Please take this and find us some food. They're, just, they're, not, oh. they're not that useful to me, daggers. They're quite... Well. To be fair, I mean, my father always said you should always have a pocket knife on hand. You never know when you might use it. No, you have a small knife and a small bag of sand, Frore. Um, <laughs> right, well, I'm not entirely sure what you do with the sand, but the knife. It's for making, it's for blotting the ink. Do you Come like, on. Put it, put it in the shoes of your enemies to irritate them. <laughs> yes. Would oh, nice. someone like to go out and hunt something to make for dinner? I'll, uh, I'm more of a musician than a hunter. I'll be honest, when I hunt with this, they usually are. Yes. What was that? There's not much left. I mean, um, anyone wants to come with me, we can we can scout out a bit, see if there's anything. I mean, I used to do some hunting back in AM. I can't say I was any great shakes at it, but uh, certainly give it a go. I, I certainly can, but as Foro will attest, they usually hear me coming. Subtlety <laughs> is not needed when you're smashing massive things to pieces. Um, I'll come with you, if you'll have me. Absolutely. I've just got the coat dry, so might as well get it wet again. (laughs) What is life but a succession of wet and dry coats? Oh, God. (laughs) That's far too deep for me. Um, It's tragic, what that is. Um, Good. Aldrin and uh, Fulry will head out into the storm to look for some food. There isn't just by happenstance a bow and arrow or anything like that, like from hung on the side or an old one on the behind there's the, bar the, of the tavern. There's a longbow across my shoulder. Um, I mainly keep it for sentimental reasons, but <laughs> when you've trained to use a weapon, sometimes you just like to keep one of those weapons around. And obviously, I can take it out of the rapier. You can use this to see in the dark if you need help, but. I've also got these and just push the uh, the button in the diadem and two little rose tinted <laughs> <laughs> apparently glass um things come down which give me my my night vision. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't see in the dark, but I don't generally have too much issue getting around. Well, um, all right then. <clears throat> you wanna 
you want to have a go with this, you be my you be my guest. Have we sent the two humans to go hunting in the dark? Yeah, be fine. <laughs> we got no we got some flame. Bear with me one moment. I'm just gonna get out my oh, that fire's kindling. I'm gonna get out a book and um just gonna cast a little spell here. And bam, that's a book about hunting. I now have proficiency in uh, what you might call survival and such. Borrowed knowledge? <laughs> it's, um, Borrowed knowledge. What's it called? Borrowed knowledge, yeah. Boom. That's awesome. So uh, we'll go find ourselves something to eat. Okay. Like a really big deer, like a really big deer with really big steaks on it. That'd be wonderful. We'll find ourselves something to eat. I'm going to send Stampy with you uh, just to keep one of uh, two googly eyes on you, if that's all right. I, I can watch you it. if anything happens. I can, you know. Oh, you could take Andy as well if you want. I promise he is here. He's been suspiciously quiet. Andy flies above out of range of everything unless you call him down. Well, he's obviously going to come in here to sleep. <laughs> you want him to come inside? You want him to come inside? Yeah, it's raining. All right. Um, at the what back door, which is opened by a foot, there is a kick and a couple of a couple <laughs> of, and then finally you hear, um, "Thanks very much for letting me know you found shelter, and can I come inside, please?" Yeah. Oh, good lord! There's two of them. This is wonderful. So many accents. Can someone please open the door? It's open. It's open, but I can't fit through that. I'm a, I'm a mighty steed. I'll just open the door for Andy, who's being really aggressive this evening. <laughs> Andy's wet and unhappy about it. Andy walks in and shakes off some water. Just yeah. shake on Froray. Froray doesn't mind being wet. Yeah. Andy's going to go and sit in a corner. <laughs> you, you, you could take Andy with you <laughs> if you uh, if hey. you wanted, or or you might want to just take you know cheerful people. I do uh, not want to go outside in that weather anymore. Andy is more than welcome to stay in where it's uh, warm and dry. I'm a uh, I'm just going to take a minute here to cast something in case uh, anything comes up. We need to communicate with each other right quick. Um, Y'all I will be this. able to see Aldrin if 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 you want to retain your spells. Uh, oh, it's 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 going to be what we call a ritual casting. So we'll just okay. assume that I've been doing it this whole time. Which and we a call. telepathic bond, y'all know. Yeah, Liz, hmm. Stampy. Yes. Where in the uncanny valley does he fall? Is he not quite lifelike enough to be like humanoid? Therefore, it's a tool someone stuck some googly eyes on. Or is it humanoid enough that the googly eyes rattling and moving looks horribly like a person who can't stop staring? Yeah, would, would we feel would comfortable like, with standing around? <laughs> I don't know which is worse. I can't decide. <laughs> Neither of them, yeah. It's whether we'll be like, yeah, we'll take Stampy, or no, uh, you're, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine with Stampy. <laughs> the thing is, when Stampy's moving, you can't see the eyes looking at you because they're literally facing the ground. It's just when he actually does something, the eyes come up. What? The Stampy's on the bomb, and then the overdue shows with the eyes. Oh my god. Right. So it's an eldritch horror. Correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the next big bad. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Assuming, <laughs> yeah, assuming that nobody refuses the call, we can all be telepathically linked. Fine. 
should be wished to be. Mm-hmm. Can you um, hear if I think about anything, or only if I want you to think about things? Hear things I'm thinking about. You can communicate. You don't have to. Oh, good. Why well, is he going to be hearing an awful lot of music from me? All right. I mean, that's the, always a pleasure. The two of you go hunting. Yeah, uh, Huxley, we will, if you mind, we'll continue that conversation from earlier after we've had some vittles and such like. I would like that very much, yes. Me too. All right, then. This uh, night ain't going to get any wetter. Shall we go, uh, Rory? Mm, after you. Later. Right. Um, assume st- stealth is involved. <laughs> is there anything the yeah. three of you who don't go out to the weather that you discuss while the others are out hunting? Um, the Oracle will ask Andy if he feels there is any uh, appropriate music that uh, that he would like. Please. Oh, um, Andy, do you have a, a tune? Oh, <laughs> I thought I might be able to ameliorate your mood a little bit by um, some music. I just wondered if you would like anything. Do you have a tune that makes you less down? Great balls of fire? Probably not. Okay, um, I'll try something. And <laughs> just lots and lots of heavy breathing through a flute on someone. <laughs> I can huff. I can puff. I can. No, I don't think I will do that. Do you? Do you does anyone want a pint? I'm going to crack open one of these barrels. Yes, spectacular. Hopefully. I would very much like a pint. Yes, uh, it's been a while since I've had anything to drink. Uh, they really only serve. Water at the academy. That's very um, tedious. It it very it tedious. Is. It is. Uh, yes. A pint. Um, are there any glasses, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't take the glasses. Oh, but I love the I love the idea that we just had to be underneath. Oh, I absolutely there. would have done. <laughs> uh, totally. I think they would have. It was clearly packed up in a hurry. You could find a couple of glasses, no problem. I have two glasses, so as long as we're all all right sharing a couple of glasses, we will be fine. Yes, I'm sure it'll be all right. Just, well, I trust your judgment. I promise. I, I apologise if I if I chip one with my tusk. Uh, it's not the all first right. time. Yeah, tusks, they're right issue. <laughs> um, Biorica, does that mean that you're sharing with Andy, who is a horse? <laughs> yes. <laughs> totally happy with this. Have you seen horses' mouths? Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> People yeah, too. be fine. <laughs> right. Um, is there anything the three of you, four of you, discuss while you'd have a pint and drink, or is it just quiet contemplation? I would like to talk to Viorica about two things. The first of which, Viorica, who who taught you how to uh, play and fight with your flute? Well, it, 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 <clears throat> it was kind of a necessity, really. I... Um, was forced into a situation of suddenly becoming an adventurer. My um, house burned down and um, various members of my family got killed, and so I thought I should leave. And uh, what it meant was that I only had one weapon, which was my voice, and I thought I would try and make use of it as much as I could. And I've always wanted to play not quite the bass flute, but then I saw this thing and I just thought this is the best thing I could ever imagine. So it's pretty perfect. Um, I, I promise I will get better with it. Practice makes perfect, you know, and um, I, I I do have some skill as a singer. <clears throat> oh, please You're feel okay. free to, to yeah. toot your flute as you wish. He's a very good singer. You'll hear him in the morning. 
I try to celebrate the dawn. I'll, I'll do it on the roof. There won't be any, um, <clears throat> well, I hope it won't be too loud. Like a cockerel. <laughs> Not the word I'd use, but yes, I guess. <laughs> Serenading the dawn, I, I, yes, I suppose a cockerel, fine. Um, I would also like to talk to everyone here about... Do we think we're going to be safe this evening? In Probably here. not. I mean, realistically, it's never that safe. Um, we'll have watches. We'll be all right, I would say. Do you think your tiny hut would expand within this space? Could we be in here in your hut? Belt and braces, but I like the idea. Why not? I can start the... Apparently, I can't say conjuring. I will start the conjuring now. If you do, the other two can't get in. Fair Which point. Would be I will really wait funny. a minute. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I... It, it just takes the pressure off a little bit, doesn't it? Because you never know who's out there trying to like kill you. I mean, we we know that there are people out there who have, you know, other motives. Hmm, that's very true. Demons, after all. Yes, let's wait for the others to come back, have some food, and then we can retire into the hut. That would be fine. A question for me. Um, Viorica, in Ed, in your talking as a free action, you mentioned Viorica had a, wanted to go back to El Torel before coming out on this excursion. Did that happen? No. Didn't happen. I think okay. um, been swept up by um, uh-huh. okay. circumstances. The, the thing of the demons um, coming up, and uh, that felt like the most important thing. Right. Okay. That's the idea. How did they choose you, Huxley? From the tower? We, we knew they were going to send someone, but... Uh, I rather suspect it was the case of getting rid of me. Uh, oh. I wasn't very much liked by the new librarian, and... <sighs> she came from Candlekeep, you see, and she saw her new position as a bit of a step down and when she found out that I, a, a bugbear was the head book stacker well she didn't take very kindly to that and I think the first opportunity to let me go she uh, she went for it, she she certainly got rid of me but this is my first adventure, I, I know I'm old but oh, it's, you've done very well so far, I think you've been doing excellently thank you, I mean I am 82 good lord uh but I, day over 75. <clears throat> thank you. Could, could I make an insight check on that? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't feel like my <laughs> uh, That was 26, so you tell me, Ed, Ooh. what I would make from uh, that. Hang on, uh, I'm just getting on deception. Why have you done that? Uh, there we go. Uh, 24, did you say? 26. Uh, okay, 15. Um, it, it, I'm afraid not true at all. <laughs> um... Regardless, there will be a smile, like a tusky smile your way and uh, just a, a hand clasped on your shoulder. Ah. Thank you, Fiorica. It's kind, kind words. Uh, anyway, yes, uh, here I am. And uh, it's it's a pleasure to be with you all. But um, like I say, I, I don't think Blackstaff Tower, I, I, I'm sorry to say, I don't think they sent their best, but you'll have to make do with me. Um, we're doing all right so far. Yes. I think we're a bunch of rag- vagabonds and reprobates anyway. I think you'll fit in just fine. I've worked very hard not to be associated with the word reprobate 
reprobate right. <laughs> anymore. Just so they don't lock me up again. What? Why were you locked up? Um, that's a long, a long story. It's a long story. Refer to a whole different campaign. Okay, so basically, basically no, 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 it's good. This seems like a good crossover point. Um, <laughs> well, <right>. moving on. <laughs> Outside, in the rain. Uh, boys, how are you hunting? Hang on, um, boys, how do you hunt? There we go. Yes. <laughs> um, Rory's not particularly preppy. Quite content, they let Aldrin sort of take the lead with the new the knowledge that he sort of gained. You point point him, direct him, and he'll sort of listen oh. and taking the information carefully. You do any of us actually know how to hunt is the other question. <laughs> I mean, I grew up on a farm, so I would have done some yeah. a long time ago, and to like the standard of everybody else. Like, I wasn't like going out there shooting squirrels through the eye with a slingshot, but I understand the basics <laughs> of it. But it's it's but this this book, the, the borrowed knowledge, has kind of made it. You know, it's yeah. it's a lot more. I understand how to do it. Whether I'm as proficient at it as I could be, not so much. But at least so it's the, coming from a basis. So the book was scouting for boys. Good, right? Well, um, <laughs> hundred and one ways to kill things and eat them. <laughs> the American scouting for boys. Um, good, right? Yes. Um, what? Well, roll me a survival check then. Also. Um, so this will be. I'll just. I'll. I'll, I'll roll my stealth because the model be the, the adjusted one. Okay. Um, that's a, a fifteen. Okay. Uh, guidance to myself, no. You can't guidance yourself and take the action. Oh, you can because it takes time. It's just in, in combat around is the issue. Uh, right. 15. So you can get on the um, on the trail of things. Uh, yeah. Can you both roll me a stealth check, please? It's starting to come back to me now. Hunting deer, chasing trap. I feel a bit luckier than that. I'm going to use more of my luck points. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. It was the same role. I'm going to use another one of my luck points. Oh, my God. I will. I will. Uh, if this also fails, uh, Stampy will use Silvery Bar. No, we can't. Because it's not a failed role, isn't it? Ah, oh, crap. It's Ignore me. Damn. <laughs> really kind of counting on us getting a long rest here, so. <laughs> That'll do. That's 25. 24. <laughs> Two of you are sneaking perfectly fine. Um, you can find a brace of rabbits relatively easily and um, dispatch them. No need to go into too much detail, uh, and bring them back for some kind so of rabbits. Yeah. Well, <laughs> bright eyes. Um, so yes. Is there anything you would discuss while you are hunting and healing some rabbits to bring back for dinner? Thank you, as we're oh. coming back. Yeah. I guess we'd be pretty quiet while we were doing the hunting, but maybe on the way back we have some words. Hunt mm. Chris. It's pretty wet. Sorry. <clears throat> I'm excited to get to No, he sort of pulls his hat down lower and pulls out his notebook to keep it dry. Did you make any interesting observations from that fight at all? I'm sorry, what now? That, that last fight we had, did you know, notice anything interesting? Or Well, I noticed not. a big fuck-off demon popping out of nowhere and charging straight at us, and I noticed another demon behind a ball of blackness, at least I assume it was, popping out of nowhere. So 
my observation is be good for us to have a way to stop demons popping out of nowhere and shitting up our stuff, you know? Mm. How about yourself? Well, I mean, you got much experience this kind of demon thing? I know we've had a bit over the last little while. Uh, Well, yeah, I mean, came face to face with Arcaster himself, so that was an interesting encounter. I still find that hard to believe, but I do believe you. I'd have been quaking in my boots, tell you what. Mm, Yeah, there was a lot going on, so there wasn't right a lot of time to be, well, it's not really a classy way to put it, but I was shitting myself. (laughs) Well, you're only human. Mm, Well, that's exactly it as well. Um, Far more than just catching ragabonds on the uh, highway um but no the the big one that was interesting i missed out on it i got caught up by a rock on my own but viorica watched me back um maybe maybe if you're still figuring out the uh, firearms but viorica will always sort you out with this with those spells of spells of his hey if it's a bit there there are some capable people in this party i'll tell you that um, Pleased to be among Actually, them, yourself included. Uh, well, you know, we've been at it a long time now. The that uh, wizard from uh, Blackstaff, quite impressive as well. I didn't realise they were all as like powerful as that. You know, with all of the bits and bobs and well, oh yeah. And stuff. Don't let the uh, the demeanour fool you. There's some <laughs> serious power behind the, those eyes there. Yeah. Absolutely. Everyone's got their own story to tell, I guess. Yeah. You, well, I mean, I'm not the type to really poke when not offered. Um, but that was quite a beautiful segue, let's call it. But you've not overly opened up about yourself. Is that for any particular reason? I mean, if you'd give me a straight up answer, I won't poke any further. Well, now, uh, I have no problem talking about myself was more the case that when you have the kind of upbringing, the kind of past, the kind of experiences I've had, you learn not to trust folks too easy. And you, uh, seeing folks that do trust taken advantage of too many times, you start to, uh, question yourself, you know, and, uh, <laughs> you might be wondering why the white hair, uh, let me tell you, it does go all the way down. At least it would if I didn't wax, but, um, <laughs> That's a story in and of itself, my friend. <laughs> Involves gods and knowledge and well, let me put it this way. I was involved with some pretty bad people back in the day, was given a chance to redeem myself, and here I am. You wanna know more than that? You're welcome to welcome to ask, and I'll tell you. But I don't look at myself as being the most interesting person in the room. I like to know what everyone else finds interesting. And that's what gives me my joy is helping people. And that's why I'm here today, is helping people. And uh <laughs> You might think that's a closed book, but uh, like I say, you want to answer to a question, all you got to do is ask. And you pick the time for that, my friend. And likewise, I'd like to get to know you better. And uh, I'll happily open up. Well, I feel like Mike and Vorin knows that that's pretty straight up, but we can support that with a roll. If that's okay, just, you know, to get a sort of... Um... <clears throat> Be remissively not to. You can always roll an insight check and then... 31 insight check. 
Yeah, it's not a it's not a full deception, but it'd be a twenty-five that there's a sense of there's maybe some evasion, but mm. it, it it seems to not be coming from a malicious place. It does seem to be like Aldrin said, it's just old habits dying hard. Mm. Absolutely. Um Well I've seen plenty plenty on the street uh take themselves from in the gutter to successful in well many ways. So I can't really sit here and walk here, sorry, and judge when it's quite obvious that many are capable of uh, it. So good for you. Uh, I won't push. We'll just keep it natural. But I will say I do like to know who I'm with. And so far, I think we're doing pretty well. I would, I would say we have uh, got off on the right foot, so to speak. And uh, right. I look forward to that continuing. And uh, I thank you for your kind words. Uh, you're right. Ain't us to be the judge. That's the domain of the gods. And let me tell you from those that I've had experience with, well, they're just as pernickety as the rest of us. Sorry, Tomor. Well, as a not particularly faithful, uh, I mean, I would say I probably fall under Chantair in some way or form, but I'm not hugely there, but I could agree. You're a good spirit, and through that, you serve what's good. I ain't here to preach at you, my friend. I'm just here to tell you I'm glad to stand by your side. Amen to that, <laughs> or whatever the version would be. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's fine. Um, the word ain't let's, let's cook up these coaties, <laughs> hey? <laughs> you can head back inside with the rabbits. You can cook, make a stew. And Want then basically, stew? they were really upset that we'd broken into the prison. <laughs> oh, I, I missed the I, prison I, story. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> what did you say, Liz? I, I was just I was agreeing with Prosperous that it was uh, quite, quite, quite the adventure. Uh, it was. He's had many adventures. Very impressive. Hmm. <laughs> you don't okay. look so sold, prosperous. You uh, <laughs> you look quite weary of these. Uh, do you want to go home? <coughs> you know, no one's ever asked me that. Um, Where is home? Goldenfields, Black Foray. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's home anymore. If you could go back, and if it was home, would you? Well, see, I lived there for six months, and it was quite tedious, so maybe not anymore. <laughs> maybe we could find you a new home, preferably not in the mirror of dead men, but there'll be something along the road, I'm sure. Well, I've got the shepherds now. They're kind of my home. That's true. The people. I think that works. Yeah. Like, home is everywhere, so it doesn't matter where you are. As long as you're with good people and they have your back, I think that's the best way to be there's blessing on that says Aldrin taking the rabbits down <laughs> oh <sighs> rabbits not a deer oh well <laughs> this is delicious thank you you can all eat a healthy repast do you set up the um, tiny yes. hut which is just a dome of energy tiny, why it's called hut. tiny hut is <laughs> the used to be tiny a, hut used to be it a is definitely hut. Tiny. used to be a thing but then well that's why then because it used to be a hut and it's not it's a hut anymore anyway um, yes do you all rest and stand here? No watches, just uh, whilst whilst um, Verica's casting Tiny Hut and just be like, you know, I want to say I really appreciate your music. I enjoy that a lot. You know, 
I hope you wouldn't take it amiss if I supplement mm. your uh, casting here with a little uh, defensive spell of my own. Would that be all right with y'all? Yes, uh, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, now, this will take quite a lot of power out of me, so if you see me uh, heaving and moaning and such like, it uh, isn't bad rabbit, I promise you that. Okay. Fuck you, um, Constant. Forbiddance as a ritual. <laughs> Forbiddance? Was that the one you did in the middle of the... Forbiddance is well. a sixth level spell. Oh, that was, yes, sorry, yes. Cast as a ritual. Okay. You create a ward against magical travel that protects up to 40,000 square feet of floor space to a height of 30 feet above the floor. For the duration, oh. creatures can't teleport into the area or use portals, such as those created by the gate spell, to enter the area. The spell proofs the area against planar travel and therefore prevents creatures from accessing the area by way of the astral plane, ethereal plane, Feywild, Shadowfell, or the plane shift spell. In addition, the spell type da- the spell damages types of creatures that you choose when you cast it. Choose one or more of the following: celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Yeah. Obviously, fiends. Um, when they, <laughs> if they open the area for the first time or start the turn there, they take five d10 radiant or necrotic damage. <laughs> my choice, um, radiant, and that's forty thousand feet of square footage. Mm, it's forty thousand feet flat. Oh yeah, and thirty feet, feet up. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like we're very vulnerable from above. <laughs> yes. Yeah, shame that flying we, demon got away. <laughs> in house. Well, yes, true. Can't land but, now. Um, but yes, um, I figured. Yeah, um, I, I, I can, I can also designate a password. So the password will be friendship. <laughs> Great, man. Uh, just you might think this folksy wisdom I'm coming out is covering some kind of emotional scars you're wrong (laughs) absolutely wrong do you want to to go with the bit of the battle you couldn't see for Ray I smashed it really hard with my sword it had like really big arms and there was another one with two arms and then it tried to Mm. eat me but it didn't like eating me but it still wanted to eat me and then Mm. I smashed that one no who smashed that one someone smashed it Nobody remembers who smashed that one. No. And I'm then, sure it was you, P. I don't think it was me. I think it might have been you. You said oh, you cleaned well, I don't it. things. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then the other one, we smashed it through the head and it died. Mm-hmm. That was good. Good. Mm-hmm. Poro takes the notes like diligently, like genuinely taking in every single piece of information. There were too many arms. There was too many arms. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Foray, you, you like noting stuff down and knowing things and such like. I made a sketch for you of the uh, the big demon, um, best I could, before it got smushed in that. You too. Did you put Did you put us in for scale? Hang on. <laughs> you? Oh, there. All right. This is my best side. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Is anyone taking watches, or are you just all resting at the same time because of the um, forbiddance th- and the tiny heart? Probably. It's not about not trusting, it's just like the nervous disposition. Same. Got. Same. But we'd say, probably I end like up awake the... at the same time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as long as as long as Viorica stays in the hut, people can leave and come back again. So if you wanted to, if people want to be on watch, you could go in pairs, you could go in uh, smaller groupings, whatever you want. The spell means I can't possibly do it. Oh, no. How sad I'll for take, you! I'll take the first one. Cool. I'm still feeling fairly fresh after being out in the rain. Okay. I'll, I'll stick with Foray. Okay. Back you and me for second watch, Hugs. Sounds like a good idea. 
I think there's meant to be a third watch, but we'll, we'll make do uh. with two. It'll be fine. <laughs> right. Mike, you've disappointed me. You've not rolled any nat ones yet. So I don't I did know. It at the very, very start. True. Yeah, but that's not the same thing. But an initiative roll. No. I was going to use that to start to define your curse a little bit because I've got a list of options. Oh. So instead, why don't we just do some rolls for it now? Okay. Yeah, that's fun. Very interesting. The thing is, you got cursed at the end of Reaping of Goldfields and we said, what is it? We went, well, I've got some ideas. I've now got, I've put them into lists of options and it's more interesting that way to see what chance takes us. Can I mean, you... I did literally throw myself in front of like something real horrific. So something that has to happen at some point. This is true. Roll me a D8. <clears throat> a D8. Yes, please. <laughs> this one. is the one to pick the table. <laughs> one. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> it's like the digital version yeah. of those like paper things you, from you school. Did you just know? say. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. All right. Roll me a D6. Don't get another one. Six. Oh, that's better. Hopefully. <laughs> Exactly. Great. Okay. This may sound like a loaded question, and I don't mean it to. Are you in the habit of being in physical contact with anybody? Like, Um, it's for a very touchy-feely, because never struck me as such. Not particularly, no. Didn't think so. Okay. Cool. That's all I wanted to know. Thank you. That's right. Okay. Just going to have to learn to deal with this, I see. Uh, the two of you are on watch. Everyone else is sound asleep, but Aldrin still hears everything. Are we doing walking laps of the house? Can do, if you like. Like, outside. It's Mike. raining, still. Yeah, we can do them in sort of a mixture. Do you ever... Think back to that day when you like jumped in the cursed water. <laughs> and I, mean, I was thinking about it thirty seconds ago. I don't know about you, but <laughs> like, I can imagine this is actually unprofitable in mind quite. And like, and like, <laughs> wonder how you managed not to get cursed because, like, you're not cursed, right? You haven't been cursed. It's been fine. And like, it was definitely the right decision to not to not curse the Chiron. <sighs> well. I don't know if I've necessarily got off scot-free. I've not noticed anything particularly detrimental as of yet. I think it's the easiest way to put it. Would you tell me if you had? I am now. That's not the same thing. Oh, yeah. It's, It's more about... You know how I like to figure stuff out before I present anything. You know, I liked, well, yeah. I, it was worse when I was younger. I liked to do that really you know, obnoxious thing where I did this whole, you know, presentation about how I'd figured all the different no, steps. I enjoyed and, the presentations. Yeah, well, It's really hard to follow without the presentations. No. <laughs> well, this, this is the same thing. Is, yes, I've noticed things that maybe concerning 
but I haven't come to a conclusion and you know what I'm like. I don't really like to present a problem without, well, one, understanding it to some extent and two, hopefully having a solution to the problem. So I've got neither of those things. So I haven't really said a right lot. No, that's, as it's that's, not. that's fair enough. Yeah. I don't want you, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I've always been straight up with you. And to be fair, it's quite difficult too light to you, me personally, anyway. Um, but this is more, if I don't understand it, I don't particularly know how to explain it. That's fine. If you spot anything that I can help with, do let me know. Like, I mm. can help, maybe. I might I might need a second opinion at some point if I do notice something. I, do you see the same thing? Um, or am I? Probably just... not. You see a lot more than me. No, that's true, but... At some point, I had an interesting conversation with that Aldrin folk, and... Oh, I like I think, Aldrin. No, I do. He's he's interesting. But what I'd quite like to do is potentially bring them in as, well, out of everybody here. He seems to have quite a bit of knowledge that could be useful. But I don't particularly want to straight up open up about some kind of curse. Yeah, no. No one wants to If that is even what it is, because to be honest, I considered it could be something as simple as, you know, pop over to local clerics um, and ask them to just, you know, do that fancy purification nonsense, but... I mean, I could remove curse. I mean, we could try that. We tried it, didn't work. Sorry, we tried that, that campaign. and it well, didn't. Of course, yes, we, we did. We tried yeah. that. Now, now I recall. We tried that, <laughs> yes, and it suddenly. didn't work. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't three want of to us like... were there. Why am I the only person who remembers? Because <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike <laughs> and my brains memory. work differently to yours. That's very funny. Yeah, <laughs> very much. <laughs> um, well, I think Aldrin could bring some interesting insight. I just haven't decided. Without, well, it's just the same with you. I'm not quite ready to, I haven't quite figured out how to present it as a problem. That, that, that's fine, you know, I'll be here when you're ready. Maybe you've been on the road by yourself for too long. It's, to be honest, since gaining my memory back. Did we talk that's... about that? <laughs> I, don't, I feel like prosperous. Yeah, yeah, you definitely know the reason why me and um, Ephemera had our big moment. Yeah, I'm sure you do. And if well, not, you would have definitely known after. Do you want to describe it in case people haven't seen Reaping? Um, Froray, yeah, contextually, contextually, uh, Froray lost, gave his memory up out of total embarrassment and failure after letting someone a uh, young child i think at the time mm. or a little bit older um get killed he was trying to hunt the people that were taking um this well they were a cult of some kind something potentially it was connected to reaping actually the uh, original cute cult and they but at the very last second um by the time he found them it was too late and he couldn't handle it. He was a coward and he decided to forget. And he went to a witch and she cast uh, Modify Memory and took his memory away. 
Um, and then he spent the entire time after that on his own. <clears throat> and that's sort of where Ferrari was coming from as he was thinking of it. It's, um, well, to be honest, thinking about it now, subconsciously, there's a very good reason why I've spent the last couple of years on my own after everything that happened. Whether I actually knew or not, the subconscious will always be playing tricks on you. And I've not forced any connection. In fact, I've barely spent any time with another person. Are you still afraid of failing? Since giving me bad job, um, no, not as much. I've, this, the, the weight of the badge seemed to really cause me an unhealthy relationship. And to be honest, not understanding why until my memory came back, um, what actually that meant. But since not having the badge and, you know, at the, at the end of the day, we're hunting, we're doing good work, good work. We're hunting and we're destroying what's not right in this world. And yeah, Ephemera and Ava have got away with the, uh, the wand and may, we might find them again. Um, I think they would we... prefer not to. Well, yeah, it's a catch-22, that one, because it'd be good to get that wand and get it locked down, but it'd also be... But then we'd have it and it's not good. Like, it feels horrible to hold it. It hurts. Right. And it weighs on you if you have to attack people you were friends with. Friends in a very loose sense of the word, but still. No. Um, and I'm concerned, you know, corruption and everything that might come with it and who they make come, might come across while wielding something like that. We wouldn't be anyone that we know, surely. No. You know. You don't know any ridiculously uh, power-obsessed wizards that they could come across. <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> Can't imagine the kind of conversations they'd have. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'll just bring that fourth wall back in. <laughs> um, but yeah, and you know, right now we, we can carry on doing our good work. You know, it's honest. It's been stunning to have you back. I mean, I don't know why we ever left each other's side, really. It should have never changed. Grief? Uh, loss? No. Time for a change. No. Of course. I just, I don't think you should beat yourself up. Like, we all make mistakes. That necessarily might not be enough this time, sadly. Being able to say it's not your fault. I'm not saying it's Definitely. not your fault. Like, well, how you feel about it is how you feel about it, but it's still all right to forgive yourself eventually and learn and move forward. No, you're right. But the uh, memories of returning are unfortunately quite fresh still um, due to my own actions. But We've all killed. I think. I don't know about Huxley, actually, to be fair. But... You didn't kill. No. In that instance. No. 
I do regret sorry, leaving. Yeah. Sorry. No, you sort of leave, at this point he will like begin to like look out at the, um, and his answers become a little shorter. It's not that he's not listening; it's more that paying attention, he's, like over sort of explaining his answers anymore. He's sort of, um, almost a sort of, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like lost in the thought of that memory. That I don't know how to describe a memory that was a couple of years old yet has only come back only a couple of weeks ago. Mm. It's quite a unique character mm. situation for him. Mm. Um, so I don't know if he wouldn't come across as rude, I hope. Mm. It's Fine. almost like um, Prosperous has gone back to talking at him instead of with. <laughs> um, I do regret leaving when I did. Ah. Did you good though? Did it? Yeah. You learned a lot? True. Got close to Shantaya, which I suppose was the point all along. Really fucked off Torburn, which was a nice bonus. Who? Torburn. The 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 dodgy ex shepherd leader. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a while ago, sorry. Mm. It's lonely, though. What, the road? Yeah. Yeah. It Laps into silence. What was that? Emma? Mike said it changes you. I said, laps into silence. Yeah. <laughs> Curtain blows. Something happens. Have either of you touched each other? Probably like occasional, like, you know, the friendly, like, where you, like, walk close to each other and touch shoulders. Yeah. But no skin on skin. I mean, no. I I don't have a coat on, just the body armour, but Furay is, is canonically wearing a large leather coat, so. We can roll for it, though, to see if, like, hands brushed, like... God's sake, Chris, you're really obsessed with this skin-on-skin -skin contact. It's important. <laughs> I'm um, fascinated. And actually, to be fair, without trying to come across like forcing it, um, sort of when P was saying it changes you and... Oh, sorry, when Fro was saying it was changing you, he probably put his hand on P's shoulder as they went into that silence, you know, like the comforting, mm. without having to say anything, yes, let's just... Because Prosperous and Furry are very close friends. I feel like they have that thing where they can be silent together without mm. it being, like, uncomfortable. So I don't... Yeah, that would be probably quite a nice way to finish that conversation, being, like, hand on the shoulder and just sort of carry on. There's your carrot, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> As you touch <laughs> Prosperous on the shoulder, you hear faintly, and it's not the first time this has happened, just an echo of ephemera calling you a failure, just the word failure. You failed. And you've noticed it happened before, not just the P. When you touch someone, 
you hear Ephemera's voice. Usually, the last conversation you have. That's going to be really awkward when you want to sleep with someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to turn... <laughs> <laughs> turn off Gary, that must be one of the worst. <laughs> um... Um, the only physical reaction you'd see is... Uh, 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 but this is the first time that it racks you with pain. Six points of psychic damage. Ooh. Ooh. Six points. So just as you touch, just as um, there is skin to skin ton. Con- like a flash in your mind and just the word you failed and then unless you want to keep your hand on Prosper's shoulder oh it's as soon as the sort of it's like an unnecessary pull away mm. you okay rubs his temples um yeah the fight is just Rubbing off on me now. Can I roll an insight check on that? I mean, it's, oh. it's not going to beat your deception, but... Roll me an insight check. Why is, not? Is it? That is a seven. Glorious. Wow, no, you're not going to happen. Flory could be tired. Flory could be emotional. Maybe. Maybe. His feeling about touching your arm or you touching him may have changed. I think he had feelings about it. Just leaving that there. <laughs> Anything else on your watch? I spy with my little eyes. <laughs> Fine. Something uh, beginning with. Um, please say R. S. S. It's really big. Sword. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, then it just falls down into the whole like, would you rather fight 20 bees or one horse sized bee? So it's one, one of our five one, Good. One, um, one horse-sized bee, obviously, because you could just lop <laughs> off the skin. Oh, look, your watch has ended. Um, <laughs> right, um, and that's just what it ends up being. <laughs> Huxley, Aldrin, how does your watch go? I think as we're walking, Huxley will be um, making idle chit-chat, knowing that Aldrin is wanting to talk to him about something quite specific. Um, but during that time with Aldrin's passive perception, he would notice that Huxley is absent-mindedly holding onto his locket as they're walking and talking and keeping watch. Never leaves you, does it? Which emotion? Yeah. There's... There's the, the loss the morning and then there's the guilt I don't know which is worse
it's okay to feel those things, but you are, you have done everything you can. There must be more, surely. I've there missed some, I must have missed something, Aldrin. I, I've, I've only poured through so many books. There must be something else I can do to bring him back. Huxley, if you could know for sure if there was a way or if there was no hope, would you want to know? There's a very big pause. And he opens the locket in which there is a very small corner of singed paper. In my heart, I want to say yes. But at the same time, I... I can't remember what he looks like. It's been so long. Things that are fake things that we remember that stick with us, they are the truth, they are what's real. But let me put it another way. If you were where he is, wherever that may be, would you want you to stop searching? I, I don't, you like to flip coins. This seems like a fate thing. I'm not normally one for believing in fate. I'm normally one for logic and the things written down and yes or no, black and white answers, but should we flip a coin? That's what you want to do. Heads, Heads. yes. Tails, no. I'm tempted to palm it. Oh, you tell me. Can I can I do an insight on Huxley to see if I, I can read what he would actually want from, from from behind? Even if it literally just comes down, but I'm I'm just sort of looking very intently, trying to sort of read the expressions to see if there's a hint that Huxley would prefer it to go one way or the other. And if I get that, then I'm going to try and, and palm the coin so that it comes down that way. Roll me an insight check. Awesome. Uh, that is a 14. <laughs> Doesn't Should I roll really... deception against that? I mean, I'm not trying to be deceptive. No. Uh, I, think I think it's think... working out what Huxley know, what Huxley feels, and I don't yeah. know if Huxley knows what Huxley feels. I so think 14 is sense. 14 is not enough to know. Yeah, my passive's a 21, which is bloody annoying. Rolled a three. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to use a luck point in this scenario no, because no, no, I think no. actually it's better no, to just let the coin decide. I'm a believer that passives are fine to use out of combat situations where there's no stress and no pressure, and this was a situation where you have time to peruse Huxley's face. It's and like, like reading through the whole conversation. Exactly. Yeah. You've got time. This isn't a pressured moment where you have to roll. Um, run with the twenty-one. In which case, Liz does Huxley know what? he wants to hear. Huxley does not know what he wants to hear, but at the same time, Aldrin would find out, I would I would expect Aldrin would 
get the emotions of every piece of the conversation. So the excitement of maybe having a chance, but then that's dampened by a lot of guilt and a lot of mourning. And it's this it's this roller coaster of, yes, I really want that, but oh my God, am I prepared for that? I don't know. But it's more that's the thing that he wants more in the world to know if if Simeon was safe, great. But what if Simeon's not? And it's very complex. I think reading that, what I would do is toss a weighted coin that comes up heads. Sure. I wouldn't think to think that you would be deceptive in that way, so I, I wouldn't even look for that. Grand. I can ask three questions, yes or no answers. I assume fate has decided. Is he alive? Can he be saved? It's your choice. What would you like me to ask? The answers are not always clear, but if there's an answer to be had, I can pray to Tom Moore and hope she answers. Is he alive? Is he safe? What can I do to bring him back? Well, Okay then. Uh, do I need to do anything? Do I? Do I just sit here? We're meant to be keeping watch. I, I'll, I'll do look I over here. Do I just sit here? <laughs> you, uh, you keep an eye on things, and I'll, um, I'll do what needs to be done. I'll look away. Clearly, not keeping an eye on what what's meant to be going on. If we're going to get attacked, great, but yeah. <laughs> um, so I will cast uh, commune. And right, so <clears throat> Dave, you know as well as I do that I don't feel too beholden to a number of questions, I feel more beholden to um role playing you talking to your god. Yeah, it's raining still, it's one of those days, nights. As Huxley looks away, you can feel the rain once again slow and stop floating in midair. <laughs> and a tall, rakish person is walking through the raindrops that just bounce, splash off them as they pass in between them. They walk up in front of you. Look around you at Huxley, who is looking away. Sad one. Yep. All right, what do you need to know? Well, yes, first and foremost, I know if there's hope. Uh, um, Sim, Simeon alive. There's always hope. I didn't answer your question, I know, but... I'll trust you to find a question where there isn't one time or... It's very important. I know. There's always hope. Well, that's between 
you, me, and the universe, and I think I understand what you mean by that, but I have to ask, and maybe you can't answer, but is he safe? In a way that would help him? In a way that he would understand? Yes. Is there anything he can do to get him back? Yes. And I guess asking you what that would be would go beyond the bounds of our little compact here right enough. No, it wouldn't necessarily, but he wouldn't like the answer. Maybe we don't always have the choice whether we like what we have to hear. And this is why we need to have hope. <laughs> you gonna tell me or are you gonna leave it there? Help him have hope. Well, all right then. What other answer could I possibly give you? None that I'd expect. Pleasure as always. I bask in the radiance of your luck, Tymore. Naughty. <laughs> Turns and walks away <laughs> through, the, through the rain again, which starts to fall, and there's a sort of faint outline of like a figure that appeared through it, but then it's gone. Um, yeah, the spell is complete. Actually, less than a second has passed. Mm. There's a long slow moment as Aldrin turns to look at Huxley and is clearly weighing what to say and the weight of the words and the impact of the potential of the words. At the same time, Huxley looks like he is about to take the locket off and doesn't know what to do with it. Keep it. He's safe. Somehow, somewhere, I don't know exactly, but he's safe. And you should hold on to that hope. And I will do anything in my power to help you maintain that hope. There is a way, and you may find it, but you have to keep looking. Do you know if he misses me too? <laughs> I'm sure he does. Uh, would Aldrin permit Huxley to not aggressively, <laughs> but quickly hug him? Yeah, there would be sort of surprise 
for a fraction of a second because Alden is not used to people hugging him and certainly not used to being in, in, a, in a sort of vulnerable moment and then it would be welcomed and embraced warmly. Um, not to undercut the beauty of the moment, but Huxley's seven foot-ish. Correct, yes, absolutely. <laughs> massive, massive shoulders. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I'll lift you up a little bit, just tiny up the foot. Yeah, that's fine. You, um, you can do that. Otherwise, you might be killing him with your midriff, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I ain't done nothing but just tell you what I, what I know is true. And I have I have searched 50 years, and that is more than I have ever found. I... Hope I can gift, smile thanks. again properly, not pretending. You should smile too, you know. Why don't you smile for the both of us just now and we'll see how I get on with that. And unseen by Huxley, Aldrin allows himself a smile and just thinks, I see what you mean. Did I ever tell you a story about this? Oh, look, your watch has ended. There would be a third watch, but um, there isn't. Um, <laughs> the Oracle refuses. Hmm. In the morning, if you all wake up, the rain stopped. It's relatively early. Uh, it's a very... The light is very bright, not sunny, but that sort of harsh light through clouds as you pack up and get ready to go. Very stark light. Where are we going again? The Mirror of Dead Men, I believe. We're making no, no, our no. way... Yes, no, I got a bit direction, sorry. Up the road. On, along the high road. Uh, oh, that's right, yes. Got not it. the way we came from, but the way we're going. It's, it's yep. one way. Right there, gotcha. Thank you. Assuming you all pack up and leave, the road very quickly reaches the top of a crest at the end of the Sword Mountains, and down in front of you, the path, you can see it continues in a wide arc around a salt marsh. The ocean has <coughs> washed over onto the land and softened it and broken it down over time. There is a myth that a Lichus Tower was in the um, middle of the Mirror of Dead Men, um, destroyed an army, both sides of that army, by raising the water levels and killing everyone because it was easier. But that is a myth and a legend. No one knows if it's true. Either way, this is a very large salt flat. There are trees, vegetation. It is alive, but it's spooky. There's low mist in the morning. Um, you can see some movement through the trees. You get quite a nice sort of overhead view. But for this point, what you can see is a bog, which you'll probably have to find Blackwater in. But you know that Blackwater's on a road. You know that it is accessible, so you don't need to go traipsing off into the bog. But as you make your way down the high road towards where the road turns off to Blackwater, that's where we'll pick up next time. Hmm. A bog full of skeletons. Great! <laughs> <laughs> and here you are with the cleric and the paladin. You're fine. Uh, <laughs> gone for that. Yes. Anyway, thanks for watching episode one, everybody. <laughs> I hope you got through me being ill. Uh, hopefully next oh, time I'll be better. Fine. Mm. 
But yes, uh, join us next week. We are on for the next six weeks. So uh, yes, six weeks from now, there will be something else. It's fine. I'm not with it. It's, uh, it's fine. I, I go after you. That's right. Emma's got a new yeah. show coming after us. And on Tuesdays at the moment, I think we're still doing Divergent Dream. There's a couple more episodes of that left to go. And then um, Sean's show coming in, I think, as well. So, oh, all the things, all the stuff all and the all things. the things. Awesome. Check out the Twitter to find out more. You can find us on the socials, Twitter, Facebook, um, Patreon. It's not really a social but you know. Um, Instagram as well. <laughs> nice. Roll Together RPG on all of them. Uh, on Patreon, we have the D20 Club who are our lovely patrons and they are marvellous and help us make One. all of this wonderful stuff. Thank you so much, all of you. You thank are you. wonderful people. A massive thank you to all of our sponsors and supporters. Um, if you caught this on Twitch, hey! Uh, if you caught it on YouTube, that's grand. Uh, and if you caught it on podcasts, amazing! Um, <laughs> you can find all of those. Uh, search for the RPG for the podcast because there are so many different podcasting mm. services, but we're on most of them. And on YouTube, it's youtube.com slash RPG. And on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash RPG. Cool. Great. That's us. See you next week, friends, and uh, enjoy the rest of your evenings. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.